This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. We definitely about to put that back in the circulation, man. I'm going to have to start putting, dropping some video, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyway, let's get man. this shit started because I got something about videos that I got to talk about. Oh, better that. Bye, man. Let's go. Um, I mean, it's only right. It's really only one thing you could do for what we talking about, you know? Brothers in the hood, in the high rises, on the mansions with the maids. We gotta come together, yo. Come on. Yo, time out, cause RL on some bullshit off time. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. This is yeah. my brothers in the hood, in the high rises, on the mansions with the maids. We gotta come together, yo. Come on. <laughs> Nigga, why do we have to come together? <laughs> there was some random ass niggas coming together. My brothers in the hood of the high risings or in the mansions with the maid. We got to come together, y'all. But then this is what's funny. So early Instagram, nigga, swear to God. I don't know why I had watched this movie, heard this song. I went on RL's Instagram and commented. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to come together. <laughs> Cause we ain't never did nothing with RL, dog. Like we ain't he ain't been on the pod. Right. Nigga ain't did nothing, dog. But I literally reached out to that nigga back in like twenty twelve and was like, yo, I thought we was gonna come together, bro. Yeah, RL looked like Teddy Riley Jr. Oh, one hundred percent. Like how you got a nigga head? Pause. All that. <laughs> all that. Like he could be his father. I wouldn't doubt it. Teddy Riley was out here. He might be his dad. Old enough. Come on. He old enough and we both sing. Come on, man. Well, <laughs> take your time. Yo, this nigga ad libs was on some bullshit. Wow. Oh, hold up. Here come one more. Tell about it. <laughs> Niggas brought the choir in. <laughs> yo, what is basically what this song is saying? Like, yo, what could a nigga do for me? Dog. What could a nigga Dog. do? <laughs> help you up when you are down. Fuck your girl before y'all get married. I'm never getting over that shit, bro. I can be. Oh, I can be. Oh man, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 277 of This Week in Culture. I am your host Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant, aka one half of the brothers and I got my brother with me, Jay Johnson. What up though? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. Trying to be the <laughs> best man I could be. I can be. On you hoes. And this week, we bring to y'all, not part one, because we already did that one, the best man holiday review leading up to the best man final chapters. So is this the bester man? I mean, was there really a better man in this one? Because these niggas was not their best. Dog. You know, I forgot, other than Mia, I yeah. forgot what this movie was about till I watched it again last night. Yeah, it was a lot going on. I dog. forgot a lot of this There's a lot going on. Um... 
Yeah, they was doing it. Tay Diggs, Tay Diggs, a wild nigga. For no reason, that nigga cut his beard off to go to Lance's house. Like, sir, you starting off on the wrong foot, nigga. I'm no. never letting you write a book about me. Hey, yo, never cut your beard off. Come on, man. Now, when I say beard, I don't mean you gotta like keep a full beard. Yeah, you do it. A goatee is fine for sure. Hey, shit, if you got a good mustache, you could maybe rock that. I don't necessarily. Joe witnesses. They rock mustache, no come beards. On, come on, my man Pete. You know, yeah. mustache, no beard. Yeah. Now, it can't never be nothing. You know the weirdest nigga I ever seen in history? <laughs> His name is DL Hughley. <laughs> this nigga got no mustache but a beard. But a whole goatee. This nigga think he Abraham Lincoln. Like <laughs> it's we weird, dog. We don't do that, nigga. What, what are you doing? We don't do that, Mike. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A halfway rape face. He got a he With got a box. sexual assault face. <laughs> Oh, he got a Trey Songz face. <laughs> <laughs> he did Trey Songz of faces. Out I'm here. about to die. <laughs> I'm about to shave. Dog, how you got locks and a goatee but no mustache? Like nigga, you're right there. You got all the hair in that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, before we get into it, man, uh, I want to start by saying two, he never got two things to match. <laughs> Peanut and hey, burger. Damn. Self-righteous and a gangbanger. Like, come on, nigga, you're a whole crip. Talking about all right. self-righteous and a horrible crowd. Also that. Um, the least funniest king of comedy, like easily. Yeah. No. Nah, Steve is funnier than that nigga. Steve was just the host. He wasn't the king. Hey, I watch fucking Family Feud, nigga. No, Family Feud is undefeated. <laughs> that nigga's amazing. I could take Paul, I could take him on uh on Family Feud. Everything else, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I, 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 you know, I used to let a radio show till he did the book. Then after that, it was over. Uh, I mean, shout out to Steve Harvey and them because our Blackberry letter was spawned off of that. Literally, literally. you know what I'm saying. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah. Our shit way better. Uh, but I forgot how many times that I didn't like Steve Harvey. <laughs> right, and I was in this nostalgic mood the other day. I'm going through old shop talk clips and shit, yeah. right? Video clips and I for, forgot that nigga was cracking on Flint water and shit. Yeah. Like you go yeah. ahead and drink that brown water and that, yeah. the, 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 I'm like, what was you doing that for? Weak ass jokes. Like, and that's low hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why like you, like it was a caller who called in, like, and then they would, you know, the people like, oh, Steve, yeah. da, da. and then he like doubled down on it. Nah, don't do that, Steve. Like, I ain't like that. It. Ain't the, like the hill you want to die on, nigga. Like, Thanks. relax on that, bro. Um, thank you. All the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who fucking with us week to week. Thank you to all the cash appers. Man. Showing loves with them holiday gifts, man. Um, me and Jay gonna split that right down the middle soon as they come through. Uh Cash App been on some real two day shit. Hey, lately. Uh, I really appreciate y'all, man. Y'all are fucking amazing. Um, I won't put nobody nobody handles out there, but y'all know who y'all are. Who have sent us some uh, some Christmas cheer? Christmas cheer, and we really do appreciate y'all because y'all don't have to do shit, man. Like y'all are, we got some amazing listeners. That's man. a fact. Like, real real talk, and um, not just listeners, supporters, supporters, man. That's people who fuck with us. Um, regardless of what we up here doing, what we talking about, they tuning in regardless. They fucking with us regardless. Um, y'all still got time to cash up the gods. That's a fact. I, I want y'all to know that. Um, and I want to make it's not sure required. But it is appreciated. <laughs> it ain't a requirement, but it might be soon. Uh, <laughs> well, for uh, some of this shit. <laughs> yeah, hit us at um 
hashtag this week, or I'm sorry, dollar sign this week in culture. Uh, you should see my name on there, Anthony Wooden. That is me. If you confused about the dollar sign tag or whatever, and you don't think it's us, send me a DM real quick. I will confirm the picture, let you know that it's us, and you can go on Yo, and send your Christmas money. What if it's a fake nigga out there trying to make the name take our logo yeah. and be like really, really? I'm sure that that happens. Not with us. Damn, y'all be on. But I'm sure there's some niggas out there that's that's probably getting some money off a fake uh, cash app page. Mm -hmm. So y'all be careful. But again, dollar sign this week in culture. Hit us up. Or if you want to um, go to the Shop Talk podcast studio page and look up the address and you can just send us gifts if you don't want to send cash over. We are here. We are accepting gifts well into the new year. Um, so y'all, you know, again, all the way through April the 16th. Yeah, yeah, all the way through September 1st next year. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've recently spent a lot of money. Yeah. And, uh, I would love to get some of that back. So help your boys out, man. Christmas time is, you know, Christmas time times. is here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thank you all again, man. Um, we got, Hella shit to get to before we get to the movie review. Man, listen. Voice notes, letters, listen. your video shit. Yo, listen, man. So, shout out to This Week in Culture. I like y'all. I really do. Man. Uh, so, on Shop Talk, you know, we had a guest. Not last. Well, last week we had Pharaoh on. Shout out to Pharaoh. And week before we had Comic J. Will on. Yeah, my man. Uh, cool episode. Yeah. Thought it was great. Insightful. I put a, I put a little clip on Instagram. And that shit is at 105,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> reels right now. Mm-hmm. And y'all have been arguing mm-hmm. in these comments for five days. Uh, I didn't mean to be this nigga. <laughs> you know, you see them men versus women. Yeah, t- yeah. It wasn't meant to be that way. Nah. It really wasn't. I was just having a good combo. Yeah. Good rapport, a little back and forth. Nothing crazy. Yeah, and I don't think nobody listened to what he said. <laughs> 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 I don't think he listened to what he said. You feel oh me? man! So I'm, a, I'm, a, I just want to, I just want to play a little bit of. Well, I mean, it ain't that long. Yeah, no. we we gonna break it down. Um, Cause I want you, I want your, I want your thoughts yeah, and opinions. We about, to, we about to break this right on down, so it can forever and consistently be broke. <laughs> Stop acting like you begging to go to an expensive restaurant on the first date is not as shallow and petty as me trying to fuck on the first date. Mm. It's the same thing. Mm. You try to do some shit too fast, just like I am. We, we, we ain't on the level to do that shit you talking about right now, bitch. <laughs> he slid that bitch in there, man. Comic J. Will is hella funny, first of all. First and foremost, like, he's a comedian. Off top. Right, and I don't think, I don't, I don't know that everybody knows that. Even though it's right in his name. Comic J. Will is right like, there. He a comedian. A so, whatever it is, I'm going to be joking. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with a you know. Yeah. I'm going to throw that little bitch in there. Yeah. Like, but see what what I've seen, mm-hmm. right, is a conversation. Somehow it turned into two hundred dollar dates. I yeah. didn't hear a price. Yeah, but yeah. he just I said expensive. Heard nothing. Right, but what he said was that, in my opinion, yeah, he was acknowledging that men trying to fuck on a first date is a petty and shallow. Uh-huh. He basically said, "Don't act at." Act as if demanding or begging to go to some really, really expensive restaurant yeah. isn't as shadow, as sh- shallow or petty as somebody trying to fuck on the first day. He said, because, yeah. hey, we both doing something 
too soon. Yep. So I, I heard don't, all of that. Right. So I don't think the the question is it's the equivalent of because I did this, you have to do that. Yeah. And that's been the argument back and forth in the comments. He's just acknowledging that I understand this petty and it's yeah. shallow that want to have sex with somebody yeah. on the first day. You just because you, you don't yeah. know this person, they're a stranger, right? He literally said, "Play the clip one more time." Because he said something specific to you. Don't know this person. I don't put. Stop acting like you begging to go to an expensive restaurant on the first date is not as shallow and petty as me trying to fuck on the first date. Mm. It's the same thing. Mm. You try to do some shit too fast, just like I am. We, we we ain't on the level to do that shit you talking about right now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't even is. know you're a stranger. Hell yeah, especially them first few days. I might as well get a homeless nigga on the street 300 if I'm going to spend 300 on eating, eating food with you. <laughs> you a stranger. Yeah. I don't know you. The same way that if a nigga asks you to come to his crib for the first date, you might respond. You might go. Or you might respond, you a stranger. I don't know you. And then I know, because uh, what's funny I listen to the episode because y'all my niggas and I fuck with everything y'all do. I did not realize that y'all had snapped and went viral <laughs> till I start seeing some of my friends post their reactions to the clip. And I remember the first one I saw, I saw about five. The very first one I saw, I know for a fact, she don't know neither one of you. She don't know Dame. She don't know you. She don't know Jay Will. I saw the story. And then I went back in my story because I was like, wait, what the fuck was that? Because like, I'm like, I know she don't know y'all. This ain't even her bag like that. And then I watched her reaction video. And then I clicked the clip because I'm like, I didn't realize the real was because shop talk. Pod, I don't run that page. I don't see that the real is doing these numbers days after the pod then came out. And on Facebook. Come on. though. Oh, my God. It's going crazy. Damn, my mentions are in shambles. Fam. So listen, y'all know we talked about that that Tucker yep. Carlson clip I put up. Yep. It's like at eighty four thousand. Mm-hmm. It took about a month to get there. Mm-hmm. It's been five days. It said it was at one oh five when I left work thirty minutes ago. It's like at one ten. Snapped, snapped. But like all my mentions and all my tags, like it's in shambles. Yeah. What uh-huh. do what do people who really popular do? <laughs> so that's when I. <laughs> I've always thought that, like, yo, they got a different Instagram, hundreds of thousands of millions of. No, they have assistants, and them niggas are hardly ever the one behind it. They might be on there like responding to shit because like, they don't sit there with all the notifications. Like, so. I, I can't, I, I can't react to like my, my normal yeah. stuff because I can't see it. I also feel like at a certain number on the gram, like especially if you got certified and all that. The notifications are probably set up different. Like yeah, you might get you, notified like every thousand comments or some shit like that. Like and then you'll just see like a bulk notification. Like I'll be honest, man. Jake Johnson three one three. I was, I was and, in a meeting yesterday, yeah. right? Uh, my phone is typically on vibrate or do not disturb or some shit. Pretty much all day when I'm at work, mm-hmm. I look at my phone and my text messages, a couple threads is going crazy, and now and I don't see what's going on. I look yeah. at my Instagram icon. And it say 242. Mm. Now, that my Instagram icon ain't never said 242. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And because <laughs> then I looked at my my group threads first because I'm like, this maybe that's what they blowing up about. Yeah. But I ain't see some shit. I'm like, all right, the coast is clear. I'm like, damn, but nigga got. <laughs> Dog, 
it's and it's funny too. Did I, did I drop a did I drop a, a sex tape? You feel me? Nah, nah. Maybe they all slide in. It's wild because um, what he's saying. Because you know I'm reading some of the comments and I'm again I'm seeing these reaction videos and everybody was on some real like it ain't nothing to a nigga who got it. Like why do people? I ain't gonna say women because niggas do this too. Mm-hmm. People immediately go to your finances when y'all want to do some shit. And it's like, bro, I think at a, for me, I'm going to just speak for me. I've done everything from the fucking first date being at a coffee shop. I don't even drink coffee. Why the fuck are we here? Mm-hmm. And I've done the extravagant first date situation. Me and Shorty first date was a 14 hour day. It consisted of a lot of dollars coming out. We was well over the $200 date threshold. Nigga, I ain't never not been available or been able to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. But if I said, mm, I don't know well enough to do that yet. I don't want to do it. Maybe that mean the vibe ain't right yet. Maybe that mean. Or I don't know. I just don't yet. know you yet. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that mean mm, her text messages is kind of dry. I know she says she's going to go. But maybe I don't know if she if this is like a thing yet. So let's do something like talk to her in person because maybe she ain't a, a good texter. Nigga. What's so interesting is the the general scenario or the, yeah. the made up scenario. He said is somebody begging to go yeah. to an expensive restaurant on the first date. Versus it don't fucking matter. Uh it's just interesting. Um I just been looking at all the arguments yeah. and all the, the comments and responding to a comment on Instagram is the worst experience ever. Yeah. Because it's not linear. You no. have and I could just see like, oh fam, they have they're they're having two totally different yeah. conversations yeah. and calling each other both of y'all dumb. Yeah. But like, no, you dumb. Yeah. No, you dumb. Oh, no, you dumber. Yeah. yeah. But like y'all really just don't under it's it's the the worst commenting yeah. system possible. Yeah, is Instagram. It's I don't know. I I don't. I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't love Twitter and the the reply situations there because like. Well, you know what's so funny about Twitter is yeah. like you can uncheck people. Yeah. On a, like if it's a whole yeah. bunch of people and just so that message goes to the right. Part, yeah. You don't have that. Like yeah, it ain't an option on the gram. But I also think it's wild that y'all like I don't want to reply to. All 14 people that Rob Silva initially tagged yeah. when he posted his pod. Yo, and Rob tags everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. Nigga, put your shit out there. Sure. He got us some followers. 100%. A lot of them. But it's like, yo, if I respond or repost or whatever, they don't need to know that. They already was part of the initial tag. Yeah. Unless I'm replying directly to one of them. You know what I'm saying? It's just a weird system. But Instagram ain't great. It ain't great. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to be, uh, yeah. A nigga podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know how the pod. Oh no, you one of them want canceled. Yeah. Uh, men, uh, we, we need to build houses. Yeah. We need more construction workers. Yeah. Shout out to one of our faithful listeners. She was like, I'm glad you left it at moon. Cause I didn't say nothing in the whole pod. I didn't say nothing. Okay. Literally, literally. I already know what time it is when people say, I'll be like, hmm. Cause we, but here's the thing. We know how it go on shop talk. On shop talk, you, me. <laughs> you chilling I'm the, the good guy part. on Shop Talk I'm the, the bad guy here Yeah like they, they don't know the vibes Like over there You not Gonna be the one That say the wildest shit Most of the time yeah. It's typically Gonna come from Dame And maybe the guest If the guest is a wild nigga Jay Will is a wild nigga That's the other part 
<laughs> Jay Will is a wild nigga, dog. Really Y'all, if you have not been on Jay Will's Instagram or his Twitter to just follow the fuck along, start on a movie we be talking about all the time, buffed up, buffed up, literally. Detroit is a Jay Will production of this bitch, and a very hood Christmas on Tubi right yes, now. Currently, star. Currently. That's a rip. Have you seen it? I ain't watched it yet. It's in the queue. Shit is good. Cause it's I've, they've been posting this shit all yeah. over. I'm like, it's good. Go like this, this good. Not like everybody say all Tubi movies is yeah. good when they be kind of like relax. they gotta relax. You know what I'm saying? Because 95 percent of that shit been mid. Now I don't want to tell y'all niggas, but some of the shit is good. No, yeah, it's really good. And that's I'm glad to hear that's a good movie, man. Cause I I want more good content over there since so many of us are. You going know why over. they be? You know why they be so good? What? Because it's a comedy. Mm. And it's not, I'm it's about fighting. to kill you, it's, I'm about to shoot you. Come on. And if man. someone about to, I'm about to kill you, I'm about to shoot you, it's done in comedy where it's like a spoof type of thing. Yeah. It's not like, okay, here's the drug dealer guy and this is the girl. That, like, it's funny. It was yeah. a legitimate comedy, feel good. It's it's good. I love that, bro. But it's just interesting. Yeah, man. And uh, It's a good conversation, dog. This like, week in culture, it happened in the culture and it's going up right now. I just, I On his page and ours. I appreciate that a man can just say his perspective. Like, that don't necessarily mean he right or wrong, but damn, can we have an opinion on anything, dog? But what's interesting, though, is in the actual statement, hey. he's acknowledging that a man trying to have sex with a woman on a first date is petty. Well, it's, um, what's the other word? Uh, well, shallow. Each other is shallow as fuck. And yep. too soon. Yep. Like I'm saying, what I'm doing is petty, shallow, and too soon. Yep. Another piece he mentioned on the pod was like, like when you first meet a, like <laughs> a man trying to have sex with a woman on the first date, right? Yeah, is not. This hmm, goes. It's going to sound like I'm just contradicting everything. I <laughs> <laughs> but if you follow me, you follow me. <laughs> It's not that wild when I first saw you, probably the first sentence in my head was like, damn, I photo showed this bitch. Like, <laughs> that was an exact quote. Because you don't know a person yet. Only thing you see is how they look. Yeah. So I was physically attracted to you before I knew you. Yeah. We go on a date and you got a fire conversation and I found out your personality is fire and you a good person on the inside and outside. You mad that I'm trying to have sex with you? Yeah. Like, I w- in my brain like damn I won I want this right now Now I'm not saying that's the best idea yeah, yeah. But like But it's not a wild thought to think that a nigga would think he Like I liked you yeah. Before I knew you Which made me walk up to you yeah. And then when I finally knew you And I was like damn you only Not only do you look good yeah. I like how we converse, converse. You look good you feel good The whole nine <laughs> yards like, come on. And it's like if uh, somebody shot a shot yeah. Like trying to go for a deep Pulling up from 40 Dog. It's so, not the best idea But damn I understand I've learned something this week I've, I've kind of always known it But I've seen it confirmed On at least I'll say 10 to 12 of my homegirls Insta stories And or Facebook posts And or Twitter posts Women don't like men to talk to them They done with that like, I think if women could go check a box and elect to get pregnant through like, uh, in, what's the, what's the, in, in vitro fertilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they could do that, they would never talk. They hate niggas, dog. Not on some like, 
I don't like you. Like they literally don't like that we exist. Like my homegirl posted a first ladies, please stop posting the screenshots of niggas DMs to you. Like they trying to holler at you. If you an attractive lady and somebody try to holler at you, why are you surprised? act like you've been here before, nigga? Like you ain't gotta post that man message on the damn story trying to embarrass him. Homegirl posted a, a nigga DM to her. He literally said, Hi, how you doing? You're a very beautiful woman. He was an older looking dude in his picture. Told her she was a very beautiful woman. He would like to get to know her. Is she open and going out sometime? That is the whole message. She went the fuck off in her story about how lame this nigga was. And I was, there were no like messages above it. Like he was in there talking to himself for the last year and a half. It was one message. You beautiful. I'd like to get to know you. Would you like to go out? Just say no if you don't. I mean, on the internet, what is what are you what what is the other possible way, bro? I gotta I gotta wait three weeks and like a bunch of your pictures and then like try to make some. I gotta make you feel weirder coming down to your job or some shit. Like, there's no other way but for me to say hi. I'm attracted to you. I'd like to get to know you. Would you like to go out, fam? These is basics. Shooters fucking shoot. What do y'all want niggas to do, bro? What else do you want from me? Jesus Christ, Tyrese. Jesus payroll Christ. What is you niggas on, dog? I don't understand why women don't yo, want men to holler at them, Niggas bro. and they're like, yo, these niggas like 40 years old talking about first dates. Come on, bro. I'm like, well, so did you, like, are you married? <laughs> like, <laughs> like nigga, nigga, stop dating. It's or? mad first dates when you single at 40, nigga. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know the... The marriage rate between black people is pretty like what what's I, mm. niggas gotta go on a first date to get to a second one, bro. That's all. I, I forgot how that shit even came up in conversation. Yeah, and that wasn't like we was on the pod for two hours. That was like it, it was a very small shit. part of the pod, but it went to fuck crazy, dog. It's so interesting. I had to check myself and or, or think about this when I be seeing different things online. Uh, is um, I really don't know the context in which this is about. Yeah. And I don't know these people, but you'll yeah. see something and it'll trigger you. And I'm like, literally. And I, you know, you'll get off based on what they said. Like, so for, here's a really good example. Yeah. We was having a conversation on a pod about Pharaoh explaining like, um, how different companies and brands won't let you use the logo. They'll do business with you on the mm-hmm. low or they'll reach out to people, blah, blah, blah. And I chopped up a clip and threw it out there. They was like, you want, you want people to give you credit or you want, I'm like, y'all don't. Like I get Listen it. To, it's two and a half hour pie, and it's a thirty-two second clip. Yeah. And how you judging people off third that you've never met off thirty-two seconds? Niggas be missing the point. They be missing the bigger picture. I I wish you could like highlight the bigger picture for niggas, but it's also upsetting that you have to. Bro. This to, this one of the reasons I'm afraid to to do video for this pie. <laughs> okay, because. You're not gonna understand the context of a lot of the shit we say because we say so. It sounds wild as hell. One hundred percent. I could get canceled any fucking episode. Oh man, Asian Jay could have got fucking canceled. Okay, nigga, my my last rant on that pod when I was just showing love off to Spotify, nigga, that was a wild rant. You chopped that up, right? Oh, it sound different, nigga. Like, and then people in the comments gonna be like, "See these dumb niggas." Yep. Now, yep. now, now I'm mad. Now I want to find you. Now, yeah. I'm, now I'm IP snooping. Now I gotta find you and uh, <laughs> kidnap you and make. I gotta uh, drop squad you and make you listen to the fucking uh, 
What's my favorite pod? I'm gonna drop squad the niggas. Craft pods and no. shit, nigga. Drop squad niggas and make them listen to all 276 <laughs> episodes. All 7,900 minutes from this year or some shit. Can we all just get along, man? But you know what's funny, though? It's funny, but it's also kind of sad. These types of combos, these little viral fucking moments and shit, they only happen around conversations about men and women. Like, if we sit up here and have a drug combo, nigga, and talk about how much we hate all the, the crack content that's out right now, nigga, that ain't going viral. They don't give, but if it's a man versus woman convo, Tori, what? <laughs> oh my God, they snapping, dog. Um, speaking of Tory Lanez, <laughs> yo, I want them to arrest all three of them. And just end this whole charade, bro. And arrest the bodyguard for uh, <laughs> so disappearing there and popping back up. This latest thing, yo, did you hear? This? Well, you probably didn't hear, but I was um, reading, and then one of these dudes who 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 in the court, they come out and do their daily thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like the stylist, her former stylist video, I mean, her former stylist testimony yeah. was hilarious and very, very <laughs> telling. <laughs> <laughs> like yo this is like it was a set <laughs> but apparently it looked like old girl and megan got to scrapping over tory that's what i've been hearing old girl up the blicky yeah a shot went off tory grabbed a gun shot in the air yeah she turns around and says, Tori shot me. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Should have <shot> <laughs> And like, apparently, the old girl in the body car was jumping. Well, Meg and the bodyguard was beating up on uh this, the jump off, essentially. Oh, shit. Look, this shit is a shit show. Oh, it's a fucking. When this story, trial is over, man. I will be no closer to the truth than I was before it started. <laughs> and ain't nobody going to jail. Oh man. Tori is off. Yeah. Old girl who probably shot her got immunity. Yeah. And Megan is gonna look like a liar and a saint. Yeah. So everybody So essentially everybody's position for the last like year will remain the same, nigga. Like everybody think old girl did it. Megan will be a liar or a saint to whoever you ask. So you know what's so interesting is she keep pleading the fifth because of self incriminate you only can plead the fifth if it's gonna self incriminate you. Yeah. And her immunity is not whatever. I'm like, oh, it makes sense why she keep pleading the fifth. Cause y'all was out there scrapping. Yeah. I'm um She was like, What happened when y'all got out of the car? He said, I bumped, we bumped each other. Yeah. That was it. Yep. <laughs> One bump. It's so wild because Oh girl is also mad little and Tori. Or I'm sorry, uh Meg is like Meg a big girl, nigga. Like like She'll Meg look like she'll get with you. And that's probably why she upped the blicky, because I'm not finna fight with you, dog. Like, nah, dog. Apparently a lot of information about Meg is being released. And um is you know, she's sexually free, apparently. Yeah, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Cause I didn't want to know you fuck Ben Simmons. Yo, Ben Simmons lawyer came out like <laughs> Ben Simmons has never met Megan Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but like people like you know it was a couple names mentioned in a very short amount of time. But that's also the, the music that you type that you make and what yeah. you rap about in your music. So it, like it shouldn't be surprising or negative. 
Yep. Because you can, you free, as long as everybody consenting adults, you free to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I have no idea what happened. No. Well, I'm not sure of the idea that I have, that I think what happened. I have no idea if it's true or not. And I don't think we're going to be any closer to the truth after By this shit is this, done. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, because it's kind of hard for me to believe that nobody in Calabasas had a ring camera. Um they got private security in there. They got actual twenty four hour surveillance in front of them houses. Like y'all was y'all was leaving Kylie Jenner house. It's not like bro. in real life though. From the from This the, shit is somewhere on in H D. From the LAPD. Yeah. Or the Calabasas. Calabasas. PD, yeah. The police don't seem to believe that Tory took out a gun and shot at Megan five times. Yeah. Cause he wasn't never charged for like attempted murder yeah. or no shit like that. Like that was the biggest thing for me and why it took him so long to get arrested. Yeah. Like, and get these charges and the charges weren't what would normally be. Like if, yeah. if a man took out a gun and shot a woman, shot at a woman five times. Yeah. Like, man, what? A, like it's only Tory Lanez. Like, oh. why would, like he not some special guy. Yeah, this ain't Mike Jack. Like you know what I'm saying, like he seemed like he would go to jail. He a rapper too. Story Lane's quick. Me personally, like, would, I would I, make a I would make a citizen's arrest against yeah, Tory Lane. I, I would arrest that nigga quickly, dog. It'd be over for him. I will arrest him for that haircut. Oh man, I, I'd arrest that nigga for so much. The haircut, the music. Um, come on to the dark side, my nigga. Like, come on, that bro. Shit. Share that shit, boy. You man, had nigga. one good song, nigga, seven years ago. Now he can't rap though. He here's the thing. In my opinion, that nigga's. He's a, a okay rapper and an okay singer. Like he do both good, but it's like I don't like none of that nigga music since that said. Now song making songs, rapping songs, yeah. nah. No, but, but like random bars, shit, yeah, yeah. He goes in. He give you something, dog. But um, like actual song, nah. He be wilding though. Nigga <laughs> be he be talking like a little little OD on some gangster shit. I'll be like, bro, you on trial? For something involving two women, nigga. I ain't, you ain't on trial for a gang fight. You're not YSL, my nigga. Speaking of YSL, man, you think Gunna Snitch? Because that was the other big convo last week. <sighs> I 100% think Gunna cooperated with the police. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know if it was a part of the plan yet or not. Yeah. Yeah, because what if the plan is like, well, look, we gotta we gotta cop to these uh the gang charges at least because yeah, we know somebody going to jail. Yep, but it is pretty damning testimony when you say, hey, I know this is a gang. Yeah, I've seen crimes done in furtherance of the gang. And when you say YSL must be stopped, <laughs> nigga said YSL <laughs> must end. <laughs> Damn, dog. And if I, I told y'all on Twitter, the name of this episode is YSL must end. I'm sticking to that. I would never lie to y'all. Um, cause YSL must fucking end. Um, but like even, uh, um, thug brother took a plea and, uh, he getting 10 years probation and then no, like, thug out of here. <laughs> so look, I'm sorry. It's not funny, but like, so he got, he got 12 years total, 10 is probation and the two, is gonna get time served. So basically, you about to serve a few months. And you know what's so home. funny though? That Gunner is gonna go to prison. Yeah, because there's no fucking way he can live ten years without a uh, without without violating this shit. Yeah, if he continues to be like yeah, like when you give a rap, when you give a a, a felon or a hood nigga 
a 10-year probation, fam, you're going to violate your probation. Nigga, we saw Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? Because this laws out there that niggas ain't considering. Niggas are thinking, oh, I ain't selling dope no more or some shit like that. But it's like, no, you was riding a four-wheeler, nigga. But like, <laughs> Them bitches illegal over there. So it looked like we let you up. But fam, you got to be a, you got to live a perfect life yeah. for 10 years and you have no skill. Yeah. Other, I mean, like you don't have a, like a, I don't know, man. It's a setup. It's rough, man. It's like, rough. We, we, but we, you'll be back. I'm not one to. <sighs> a lot of y'all niggas are. We're talking about a Rico case, dog. Like we're not talking about an individual or a couple of y'all niggas on separate charges. We talking about all of you niggas can go down for the same amount of time because you connected to one nigga. That is how this works. And what Gunner provided them was the piece that connects. Yeah. Everybody. Not only this is because y'all y'all are a corporation who pay taxes. Yeah. And I need to establish uh -huh. that you're actually a street gang. Yeah. And you provided that testimony yeah. to, to, to say, hey, this is a street gang. Like. And I and we do business and my music helped further the yeah. gang. Yeah. It funded it. <laughs> like, man. Um, interesting, dog. The, I, the bigger question was a should be. Will Gunna ever rap again? No. Yo, whoever Gunna got coming to court with her, <laughs> <laughs> she been there, okay? <laughs> On the walk into the courtroom and the walk out. He used to go with the little Chloe Bailey girl. I guess she wasn't YSL, nigga. Well, this other she might have turned him in. Well, this the girl he with got Chloe and her yeah. sister ass combined into one yeah. in the back. Yeah, uh, but she she right by him, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but the, the the bigger question and the, the bigger thing should be, why is these niggas doing this dumb ass shit in the mm. first place? Mm. Like when you got the opportunity yeah. uh, to change your life and the life of your friends and your family, yeah. uh, possibly forever. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, our favorite word for generations. Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh. Like, why are you so addicted to the to the to the illegal to activities? Life. Yeah. When you have enough money, so for an example, it don't cost much to buy into a rallies franchise. Go talk to Rick Ross. Man, you man, feel me? Man. Like all the money that people run through, like you know, you don't have to do anything illegal. Well, Ross is doing an amazing job with his money. I just want to point that out. Um, like, you, you you don't have to do. You know how much it costs to buy into a Seven Eleven franchise man. or a Boston Market franchise or whatever that whatever the, the amount of money y'all are spending on the activities that y'all are doing. Could very well be spent on probably a third of it, a quarter of could be spent on some legal shit that puts your people on. And then you can put them in position to really go do some shit. We talked on this podcast a while ago about um, T Grizzly and how he putting his people on and how he got niggas making 25 bands a day, 10 bands a day on some gaming shit. You know, T Grizzly said I did everything I said I was going to do. And everything they said we couldn't do. Man. I'm literally trying to do every single thing right. Man. I wish his little brother was still out and about. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, you know, we don't got to do that no more. Yeah. And like, if you're doing it because you thought that shit was fun, you got to get away from me. Nah. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to pray for them young brothers, man, because I, I think that. It also, it, it also baffles me that. Y'all will go to bat for Young Thug when people used to call him gay and oh, everything gay like he that. Wearing a dress. And y'all be like, yo, that nigga's a thug, he a mm -hmm. killer, he really yep. be out in the streets. 
and he raps about being a thug and killer yeah. and really out in the streets. And then he goes to jail for being a thug and a killer and really be out in the streets. And then y'all be like, you can't prosecute him for his lyrics. That's just art. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, you, he's been telling you, allegedly, no, fuck that. He's been telling you exactly what he is. And yeah. y'all been telling me how real he is. Why are y'all so surprised? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little over it. Um, cause I also hate, I think the internet makes people forget that this is niggas' real lives. Like, the Tory Med case, the YSL shit, whatever the fuck is going, like, these are people's real lives. Like, if this go one way or the other, some people involved could do some real time, nigga. But you know, the issue is, <clears throat> I've lived this fake life in front of y'all for so long. Yeah. That, guess what? The amount of jewels and, and diamonds and cars and things that I wear in my music videos and on Instagram. Yeah. It's impossible for me to afford this off of music money. Yeah. Like, so maybe you want to keep this impression up or maybe yeah. you think you should be able to have this. And in order to do that, you got to do some illegal stuff. Yeah. So this is really weak as hell to me because you want to be looked at a certain way. So you will take penitentiary chances when you in a better position yeah. than most of the people will ever be. But <clears throat> because you want to keep up an idea like fam, you do you have any idea how much a chain with all those di either the diamonds fake, yeah, and you're not as real as you say you are, or if that's real, fam, that's ten years of streaming, yeah, yeah. And people, I do like Lil Meech and just steal it, <laughs> dip on Icebox, nigga. <laughs> you got an Icebox where his heart used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I got an ice oh, box shit. Um, I also think, because to your point, man, we have had the conversation, all the, the drug content shows that we review, the movies, all that. Niggas always stay in the game way longer than they need to. How much money do you need? You, most of you niggas start from zero in your, in your circumstances, right? Coming from these streets. And niggas get to the point, you go back to the 80s, early 90s when crack was pop. Niggas making millions a week. Some niggas making millions a day. But, you know, I got in this because my mama, I had to pay to pay her. Mover! <laughs> like, bro. Yeah. Like. Your credit scores wasn't out back then. Fam. <laughs> you needed two checks. <laughs> Come on. You could have legitimized that in a heartbeat, dog. Buy one laundromat, get your mama two checks, and put her in a fucking house. Um, there ain't a McDonald's in the United States of America that don't make money every single day come on man come on man jay alexander does not make as much money daily as any mcdonald's in the city of detroit yeah any mcdonald's anywhere yeah makes more income every single day yeah. than jay alexander's guess what the mcdonald the murder mac yeah. makes more money daily than morton's do yeah i can bet that on valentine's day <laughs> The murder Mac. Go crazy. Go crazy. Every single day is profit. You know what's so crazy? What's One that? of the, um, shout out to my homie, uh, Vernon and Derek. Derek was my, Derek was his, with my, with my friend. He was in my grade level. The nigga had every Jordan ever okay. coming up. You know what I'm saying? Short, light skin, hooped. Yeah. Faster than me. He beat me at damn near everything. <laughs> you feel me? And that means a lot for me acknowledging that yeah. shit. You know, feel me? Like he was a little bit faster than me. 
He could hoop better than me. He all, all the girls that I wanted, he had them. Yeah, <laughs> he okay. every Jordan, he had them. But you know what we had over him? Mm. Your mama worked at McDonald's, nigga. Mm. She owned the fucking McDonald's though. Mm. Oh, so she wasn't uh, meeting the mama at Wendy's. You know what I'm saying? So uh. she would go up there and bring him McDonald's every day for lunch. Yeah. But all we knew was your mama worked at McDonald's, nigga. She owned the McDonald's. Yeah. It was her franchise. Yeah. That's why you was the freshest nigga in yeah. in middle school. Your mama getting elementary bad, through middle yeah. school. Through high school, you was the freshest nigga in the world, basically. Yeah. yeah. But only thing we had was your mama work at McDonald's. Yeah. And it worked, right? Because she worked at McDonald's. None of that shit matters to a little kid. Yeah. We roasting you nigga now, that, nigga. One of my teachers in uh in elementary school, Miss Massey, bless her heart, uh, she drove a Volvo. Okay. Nigga, we thought a Volvo was a piece of shit. Man. We thought that was like a weak ass car. Yeah. Nigga, she drove a Volvo. <laughs> we had no idea. Who's third and fourth graders? Because nigga, when you that little, you know one luxury car, nigga. Because our 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 uh our gym teacher, Miss Tillman, with the long nails and the hair and uh -huh. then she drive a five point Come on. Come on. Now on a teacher salary, she was fucking either she had to work or she was fucking with somebody oh, no, with She the, was fucking with a nigga with the word. But she had That's to a fact. She had a five That's cool. That Volvo cost way more than that. <laughs> than that 5.0, nigga. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. We, we had no fucking clue. That's funny, man. You know what I'm saying? But like, it'd be interesting, like, yo, the regular person who has a regular job lives a better life than your local, your average everyday drug dealer. Yeah. I remember um being at high school. Or or scammer. All right. Don't get me started. Um, when I was in high school, our uh, ROTC instructor, Colonel Taylor, um, <laughs> Colonel Taylor. He was literally Colonel <laughs> Taylor. He was, um, he had businesses outside of school. Like he taught ROTC and that was it. And it was like outside of school, you would go outside and it's like, you big and a goat. My bad. <laughs> you would go outside and you would see this nigga dip from school and he was dipping off in a fucking uh, vet. And then you started to notice like, wait, he in a different color vet. So then it was like, Yo, Colonel, do you got like more than one vet or did you paint your one vet? And that nigga was like, son, I own 20 different businesses. <laughs> he was like, I've been an entrepreneur since I got out the Air Force. I did all my money one way, nigga. And he was like telling us about that shit. And it was just wild to hear like, oh, so you took the money and the free education that you got from the military and turned it into something profitable, and you just doing this ROTC shit just for the fun of it, because you really don't got to be here, because you got 20 other businesses. And the nigga was starting to talk, to, he had a car wash, he had a laundromat, had a, a fucking um, a dry cleaners, nigga. It was a whole city of dry cleaners next to the laundromat. He like, nigga, this is a one-stop shop on this one street. I got three related businesses right here. And it was just like, dog, man, why the dope dealers don't be doing this with their money, bro? Like, why it's all about selling dope and they don't got no plan to ever stop? You just going to sell dope? Like, oh, nigga, uh, gangsters either die or go to jail. Y'all don't have to. Because for them years that you was getting away with this shit and them years that they wasn't out here on your ass, you made enough money to get way far away from this drug shit. But it's like niggas be feeling like they got a contract with drugs. It sounds good. Come on, man. It just sounds Come good. on, man. We just talked about damn BMF doc. Like, bro, Meech. Relax, money. <laughs> How much money would y'all have had 
if you wasn't spending a fucking 500 bands a night in the club. Like, why are you going in the club and buying the entire bar for everybody in this bitch every night? Because I want the love and admiration Come on, from others. Come on, man. And as a nigga who wasn't in BMF, why you fucking this up for me? Because <laughs> I was talking to old girl and it was cool. <laughs> and now she ain't even looked back at me. She told me she was going to the bathroom. <laughs> that bitch is over there in your section. Man, you know, I was watching that doc and I seen Megan Good on that motherfucker. That was plane. the greatest moment in the history of that doc. And they, she was just a regular girl. Shorty bust out laughing, and like it, under <laughs> her laugh, she was like, "Why is she in Mexico with them?" And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Divine Franklin got an early copy, early <laughs> copy of. <Yeah. laughs> I swear, this was like the best man, <laughs> the bester man. You know what I'm saying? It was viral. <laughs> Divine Franklin seen that BMF doc and said, "You <laughs> fuck me." <laughs> no, you fuck blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. the- you did what with who? <laughs> no. You know what? You know who? Did you know what? Would you know who? Let's keep that between Meg and Blue. <laughs> huh? Um. Yo, man, I was I hung out at the club with Blue the night that he got out of prison, and I'm just I'm never gonna forget that moment because it was such a fucking BMF. Like adventure with him being like that nigga opened the rope to our sections, and it was just like a swarm of people in our. Se- and I was like, we we pay for ours though. Like I don't know your friends. Like I'm happy you out, nigga. Was crazy. But you got is, people uh, over here. I don't know, bro. One of my memories popped up from Jabo when mm. he came home. He was in here, mm-hmm. and um, it it just hit my memories and shit. And I came across a YouTube video for them. The blue and the black was all through that motherfucker. Yeah, you feel, yeah. it feel good. Yeah, but uh, they might I had no idea that J Bo stand for Junior Boss. Yeah, yo, until the documentary, I swear to God, I ain't know that. I thought the nigga name start with J. Come on, or like J Bohemian. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Like <laughs> nigga name was like Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> it was regular as fuck. You know, like, called a nigga Junior Boss. <laughs> I was like, I kind of like it, but you also hoeing me a little bit in there. But it's hard though. Yeah. Like you figured out a way to make me like know my position, but it's sweet though. All right, man. Um, Junior Bodie. Yo, man. I don't don't take that a disrespect because I'm not. No, no, no. No, we don't mean no disrespect. Um, Real quick, got to say happy birthday to the legend. Today is his birthday. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be a day old. Um, Samuel L. Jackson turned 74 today, man. You know. A motherfucking legend, dog. It's going to be a sad day. That's all I'm going to say. My God. It's going to be a sad day. My God. You know, we should do a Samuel Jackson appreciation episode. I am totally with that. Because if any nigga deserves, it's my dog, bro. We're going to do a Samuel Jackson appreciation yo, episode. Yo, uh, listeners. Do me a favor, listeners. Hold us to that. Uh, send in your favorite movies with Sam Jackson and, and or favorite, favorite scenes yeah. like that. And yeah. we're going we gonna to compile something to get that man his flowers. And yeah. we're going to. And I'm a, once we do that, I want. To ask you guys help to help us make him see. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I do want to give him his flowers. Voice notes. We're going to need that. Um, like separate from just telling us what your favorite movie and or performance is. Did somebody send in a, 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 a their favorite Whitney Houston performance? Um, So they did not because nobody wanted to sing. I, I think I put too much pressure on the listeners. But shout out to my dog, Kev Matt. He sent me a DM. I think he was willing to sing if he needed to. 
but he told me enough in his DM about why he needed them tickets. But y'all Kev, too good to see? Nah, nah. I got to tell you why Kev needed them tickets and why he got them. Shout out to Kev. I know you're listening to this. Um, I hope you had a good time at the show. I've actually heard from a few people that the movie is amazing and that niggas is hating. Kev hit me and he said, hey, bro, I really needed it. He thought it was over. He was like, bro, damn, I really would have done it, too, because... I need them tickets, man. I said, Kev, why you need them tickets, bro? <laughs> Kev said, hey, so I need to get some from my wife, man. <laughs> like, he was like, this would have set me up to get some from my wife, nigga. I, I'm, it's I'm, an early Christmas game, I'm, baby. Because here's the thing, right? It's the holiday season. Your wife busy. Y'all buying presents. You probably working hard. Y'all leading up to Christmas Day. Y'all got kids. You wrapping gifts. Y'all probably ain't had time to get down the way y'all normally do. And when my dog told me... This would have got me some from my wife. So listen, I don't normally do this shit. Yeah. This type of thing. But I'm gonna tell you this. Maybe you need to go to the This Week in Culture Instagram page mm-hmm. and actually turn on notifications. Oh. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Cause it's not that we we don't post a whole bunch of shit. No. no. Probably once or twice a week. Yeah. In the in the in the in the uh in the stories. Post. Yeah. It, but stories like stories we keep them flowing. Yeah. But like we do post tickets to certain things mm-hmm. and people would, it'll come in a timeline the next yeah. day they're like oh yeah. shit I didn't know the algorithms is fucked yeah. we know this we're aware of this put your notifications on if you want to go to some of these screenings and shit like that turn your notifications also, on also to add to that follow us on twitter at this weekend culture and turn the notifications on turn the notifications on cause this always starts on twitter and then I take the screenshot and put it on the other platforms. Also, follow the Facebook page. Join the group and turn the notifications on. And you will not miss out when I post about the screenings. Because it's only so much I could do. I'll be pinning them. Now I mentioned, I know you, like, they always be in the Detroit metro area. Yeah. I heard you say So that. I, I officially signed up for access to uh, the metro Chicago area. And the Metro New York area. We get um, LA and we out here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a low key. I'm a. I'm a drop the LA joints. Hey, Greg. Um, yeah. He cut Steven Spielberg here. Yeah, probably. Low key, you feel me? Greg probably got the passes ready to go. He like, oh, y'all just seeing the best man. Oh, I'm just you know uh, lining up James Cameron. And we be like, bro, <laughs> James Cameron hair don't even got a line to it, bro. Like, what the fuck? Yo, I wasn't seeing Avatar. Yeah, I forgot that shit came out like five times, y'all. Yo, it came out on the 16th. I wouldn't see yeah. it. Every I, day off, I didn't know I was ever going to become this person. Yeah. But every time I get a day off, I go to the movies. I love that. I go to a matinee. That was my Sunday thing pre-COVID. only cost me $8. And mm-hmm. every time I go to a matinee, they give me a $5 off coupon. Love that. So I'm really, I'm going to these movies for $3. $3 movies, bro. You can't beat that. AKA $20. Because after I buy popcorn and I mean, slushy, you right back up. it's 20 We right back up. But that movie. Was three hours, yeah, and ten minutes, yeah. And um, pause. It was a little long, though. It was long, it was a little long. I did enjoy it. Okay, I, I, I I've been I, hearing mixed reviews. I did enjoy the movie. Uh, there was a portion of me, even though everybody is blue, I felt a little white saviorish. Mm-mm. Cause I know which of them blue people was supposed to be white. Gotcha. You feel me? I heard like it's white niggas with dreads. Basically, it is definitely a white. There is a white dreadlock. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, for some reason, 
was not portrayed as the villain and he was 100% the reason why everything happened. So, well, 50%. Yeah. Because the other Sully was just a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> and alerted the people to his location by himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoiler? But not spoiler? It's I mean, not really a spoiler. It ain't really a spoiler because you ain't just ruin it for me. So I know you're not watching three hours and ten minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I didn't go to the bathroom. I fell asleep with I doze off a time or two. Yeah. I think um I think I was asking my mom, like, yo, you and Tony gonna go see Avatar? And I think she fell asleep when I was asking her a question. I was like, damn. I did not damn. know that most of this movie was was completely computer generated. Yeah. yeah. Like this was basically a cartoon and this was just voice actors. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they was suited up like last time. I was watching James Cameron. He was like, yo, they got so good that like, yo, this shit is really just digital and you didn't yeah. know. That's how good it was. Till I told you. I did not know. I, told you. I thought yeah. that was because last time they were suited and booted. We was looking at blue people. Literally. I'm like, yo, they've mastered this shit. Yeah. Man. I love that though. They mastered I love that. It. The movie looked amazing. Dope. I um And there were some emotional parts in there. You saw it in regular three D. I saw it in regular because okay. I didn't want a headache. Got you. Yeah. Three D for three hours sound rough. That, that shit fucks with your brain. Yeah. I think the first avatar I saw in three D and my I brain did. my my yeah. brain heard it. Yeah. Um E D. It's always weird for me because I either gotta commit to just the three D glasses or I have to put them over my glasses. That's think that's what it was. And that is what I feel like both ways give me a headache, but one is worse. Yeah. Cause one like is one is worse. I'm mean, it's three D but it's blurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, who the fuck is this coming at me like this? <laughs> like, I know that ain't Zoe. Is that Zoe? <laughs> she in this shit? Thought that was Selma Hayek, nigga. Like, no. Is that John David Washington? <laughs> like, what? It's the nigga from Black Panther? <laughs> Mexican Panther? Is that Mexican Panther? Yo, yo, why they like been going off on Black Panther like lately? Like it just came out. <laughs> I like the movie, dog. I've seen it a couple times. Niggas been the internet's a wild place. Cause the internet will get mad at some shit a month later, ten years later. Well, the internet will hear a really a really detailed view or take of it on the internet and then people will take it and act like that's theirs who's yeah. never seen the movie and like you know wow you know this is fiction <laughs> yeah yeah hold up man so i posted right before i came up here about um being pissed that all these niggas is out here ordering the fucking medicine ball at starbucks and now starbucks is running out of ingredients because i went to three different starbucks before i came here Cause um, why does Starbucks I, ever run out of ingredients? How? How the one in Target run out? Bitch, go over there. It's right there. But niggas is in my comments telling me how to make this shit at home. I'm not about to do that shit. Well, here's the thing though, Jay. I make these bitches at home all the time. Well, shout out to Shorty. She make them at home all the time. But I'll bring the ingredients. She makes them at the crib. But what I never asked any of these niggas in the comments was to tell me how to make them. Bitch, I do. I ain't at home, dog. What? These niggas want me to pimp my ride and make tea in the car. Listen, my nigga. Um, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So I will purchase time. And I would like to purchase a medicine ball. Yeah. If I had... The time to make my own smoothies. I wouldn't went to Trapper School Smoothie Cafe this morning. Come on. Come on. What was the name? If of I had movie? enough time to go to Randazzle's, buy all the shit, buy 17 pounds of fruit for four dollars, because yeah. that should be cheap as hell. No matter what <laughs> I put in my good. whatever I put in my fucking cart at Joe Randazzle's, I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna load this bitch up today. Uh, sir, it'll be $17. <laughs> <Dog>. <laughs> like, 
Do you remember that movie In Time with Justin Timberlake? Yeah, I do. When you just said I'm gonna purchase time, it made me think of that. That was a time really was good currency. movie. That movie was fucking ahead of its time, nigga. Now, what's a movie that you watch every single time it's on TV, no matter what? Three of them. Oh, I'll give it to you right now. Goodfellas. Any time that shit is on TV, I don't care what channel. They ain't got to cuss. None of that. I'm watching it. Goodfellas, The Departed, and Gone Girl. Okay. I will watch any of them. Gone Girls is three hours long. I don't give a fuck. I just found three hours in my day. All right. Here go three movies I will watch on television no matter what. Starship Troopers. Love that. I have no idea why I like this. But it's, it's not classic it's, fucking it's not movie. like it's the greatest shit in the world. It barely is funny now. <laughs> but, but it was great. Starship Troopers. No, it's not, a good watch. Not not Oh, I'm thinking of the, not no, Super no, no, Troopers. No, no, no. Starship Troopers. I know what you're talking now, about. I'm super Troopers is no, one of the funniest movie shits in the world. But it's like the jokes, like I know they're coming now. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I know Starship Troopers. I know Before who you at. Before Superbad came out. Oh my God! Star, I mean, uh, Super Troopers was the funniest shit in the world. Super Bad was amazing. I I died. That's one of the funniest white. That's the very last thing that I stole from Blockbuster before they closed. One of my exes, she she took me to two different movies that I hated until it started. Yeah, <laughs> three hundred. I was in that motherfucker arms, nigga, fu- Sparta to the death. But listen, I how had- you take that? I didn't know anything about it. I was in that bitch. Didn't want to see it. Arms folded tight. You know what I'm saying? And then as it kept going, my arms went down a little bit. Yeah. And then I'm in this bitch like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking me was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I look like uh, <laughs> Big Baby Davis with a championship trophy. Okay. <laughs> I'm Yo, that motherfucker. Y'all just seen the shit Jay just did, dog. <laughs> I promise you, I wish I had that one film. Yo, it's probably. <laughs> oh, it's up there. We know what happened, nigga. That, Holy I was shit. the same way with Superbad. Like, I had never heard of this shit. I'm like, this bitch doesn't know. Superbad was fucking hilarious, <laughs> dog. Yo, that shit was funny. So, Starship right, Troopers. Starship Troopers, I got you. Uh, Groundhog Day. Love that. No matter Love what, that. I'm watching that Bill shit. motherfucking Murray, bro. And Brown Sugar. For whatever mm. I love that fucking movie It is what it is I love hip hop I love Sinai Lathan I love most deaf Yo man You know who I love the hip hop Dalmatians The hoe is mine Gotta get Gotta get the Gotta get is that mine. bitch <laughs> That nigga said Gotta scratch that itch. My divorce Did we review that? Yes Okay And it was fucking Yo dog Um I'll tell you Who else I really love In Brown Sugar dog I love this nigga in most of the shit he's in. Tay Diggs is phenomenal, man. That's really my nigga, dog. Like, yeah. I know his real life is kind of weird. That's why he's a great actor. Phenomenal, Because bro. if I never saw him in real life, I would have no idea he was really this guy. But then what's funny is he just bagged uh, Omarion, baby mama, and that's his lady now. I would have I no idea that. he was like that. I love that. He acted like a straight man for this this whole. I, Where did he meet Omarion, baby moms, nigga? <laughs> like, how did you come across April, dog? <laughs> like, what block was you on where you seen her and was like, you know what? I'm finna bag, nigga. And they look fun as hell. They look like they're having a good time. I know that don't mean shit, but it looked like they're doing high. Tay Diggs is a wild nigga in real life. On screen, I don't think. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> well, you just said Tay Diggs is a wild nigga in real life. You know what I thought about? <laughs> Cuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> when he was you want to talk about a wild nigga in real life? <laughs> Yo, that one video. <laughs> listen. <Yo. laughs> that one video when he was getting arrested, he was like, 
Because <laughs> how you relieve? That nigga looked at the camera was like, <laughs> bro. Oh, shit. So, all right. I will tell you, though, where Tay Diggs fucked up. It's a movie on stars right now. It's a scary movie with Tay Diggs. I thought this shit was finna be fire. It's called Incarnation. Bro, you know me. You know I watch a lot of bullshit. I love scary movies. Love Tay Diggs. I couldn't make it through 30 minutes of this movie, dog. I cut this shit off so quick, nigga. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm really mad that Tay Diggs did that. But then, guess how the nigga bounced back? He got a reality show with old women getting their groove back. And it's called Back to the Groove. Nah. That nigga, I ain't watching it. But nigga, take advantage of your very first shit, dog. Like, Tay Diggs getting his bag, nigga. He still on All-American, even though he don't coach none of the niggas no more. Because they all in college. Like, bro, that nigga Tay Diggs, man, he great. Um, Alright. What else I had on the list? Hold up. Yo. <laughs> Did JD start 106 in Parker or not, nigga? What you mean? Oh, you ain't seen the video? Uh-uh. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Nah. Nah, we about to settle this right now. Because it's been some shit going on with Jermaine Dupree. It's a whole beef. JD uh, and DeBrat versus Lil Bow Wow, nigga. And we about to start with the clip of Jermaine Dupree. All right. This is JD on somebody... Either radio show or podcast. Hello, we about to start that again. 106 and Park was created by me. I created the show for Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. I was watching MTV, mm-hmm. and MTV had TRL, mm-hmm. and they was catering to NSYNC, and they was catering to Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. and anything white that was coming out that was pop, they was allowing these kids to scream and holler at them. And I'm like, yo, we, we don't have nothing for black people. Like, where's the black kids that love music? Why don't they have a show like this? So I call Stephen Hill, and I say, yo, I got an artist. We need to make a show just like... Uh, uh, TRL. He said, what's the artist? And I said, his name is Bow Wow. Of course, he was like, um, you know, everybody challenges what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they wasn't going to put Bow Wow on TRL like that because he was a rapper. He was a black little young boy rapping, but he also was 12 years old. Nobody on TV was 12 years old anywhere creating this type of pandemonium, right? I went to Stephen Hill and I'm like, yo, we need this show. We need this show. We need a show on BET that shows black artists like this. 106 and Park. So, Bow Wow responded to that video. He said, you lying? And he said, JD ain't create 106 in Park. Stop the cap. Stephen Hill and Rick Grimes and all the great people in the Rick BT Grimes? Office. Like yeah. from The Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> That's Rick Grimes. It's spelled different, though. Oh, okay. It, it started in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> so, he says, Stephen Hill, Rick Grimes, and all the great people in the BT office and their staff created that show. All I did was capitalize off what they created and made it mine. I should know. I am Mr. 106. I would never take away from someone's creativity. How? Time out. How you know that Jermaine didn't have that conversation and all them people you just mentioned ran with it? So somebody replied to Bow Wow comment. They said, the way JD has always been there for you, Bow Wow. Wow. And he said, I just wish he would just do his own thing without having to bring me up. I wish him the best of luck in his career and in his life. What's up, nigga? Don't don't wish me the best of luck. He said, we did some amazing things, but that chapter is closed. 
So then it turned into Boward Woward. Boward Woward said that. So then, hold on, let me find, let me find the other response because then it started getting spicy as hell. Where is the brat? Where is the brat? If the brat's going against JD, I'm fighting the Bow Wow. No, no, no. And the brat. The brat ready to uh, take Bow Wow whole head. Um, damn. Ohio where, ass nigga. Where in the fuck? I'm seeing Master P and Lil Romeo. I want to chat about that real quick. Um. Oh, here we go. All right. So the brat said, man, what the fuck? Hey yo, tap tap tap! What the fuck, man? Tap tap tap! What the fuck? She said, "I really don't have time or patience for this, but I got both." What? (laughs) What? Exactly. This is like Um, this must be the brat from uh, Showtime. (laughs) (laughs) She's about to go fuck Nina. So she said, "Bow wow, I can't let what I can't let you do is discredit my big brother JD, who had oh who you called your dad for so." That nigga is your father, nigga. <laughs> Who you called your dad for so many years? Because that's pretty much the role you gave him. And she spelled role like a dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. yo everything that's happening right now. She, um, and she said, and instead of saying, oh, hold on. Instead of telling you, hell no. He just rocked with it. You are being so rude and disrespectful to the person who believed in you, nurtured you, and made you a complete star, wrote all your hits, and accepted the challenge when Snoop brought you to him. He has never done anything to you but help. I ain't finna let you drag the most non-confrontational person who loved and cared for you and spoiled your ass for years. He isn't and never would discrediting BT executives. He discussed creating 106 in Park with them before it was created so black people could have their own TRL. No cap. If this is what you want to do, let's fucking go, little nigga. Pull up, little nigga, with your disrespectful ass. You so ungrateful. It went left, right? And then I agree with both of them. She also tagged Bow Wow to keep going and said, you really own some bullshit right now. Now, you know, I got all the receipts and I know the whole stories to a lot, a lot. <laughs> Don't double a lot. me, nigga. Don't do this. How many stories I got <laughs> a lot. <laughs> she said, don't do this. Respect the legend. Respect the cultural icon. Respect the person who made your career what it is. I'm asking you now to please stop. I'm sorry at Jermaine Dupree, but I cannot be silent about this shit any longer. It hadn't been that long. It had been like two hours. Listen. No six in part. Oh, my bad. I really do think that Jermaine Dupree is the GOAT. The greatest producer. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is from, from rap songs to R&B ballads, to everything. The best rapper producer ever. I've wrote raps. I, I got Grammys and platinum plaques yeah. from singing yeah. to like for, for everything. Yeah. And the nigga been doing this since he was a teenager. He yeah. might got 35 years in. Yeah, he do. It's not even a joke. That nigga been like, doing it since I was about five, nigga. Like, like you can put him up Whoever you want to go get, whether it's rapper, if you want to go rapper producers, I'm yeah. taking him over Kanye because Kanye don't even write all this shit. Yeah. That's the reason, right? Yeah. Not saying that he got his I albums, are, but you're like, saying. Dre, whoever rapper, produ- like he got it. Yeah. Because I do it all. I wrote raps for 
Everybody. Yeah. I wrote songs for Usher. I wrote songs for Brian Michael Cox. I yeah. wrote songs for Mariah Carey. I rapped and dropped an album that was fire and better than most of y'all albums. Yeah. And then I just quit. I didn't I didn't hit you with bad album, bad album, bad. I just dropped one fire one and said, that's what. My boy dropped a classic right quick. Life in 1472 is Come on, amazing. Bro. Come on, bro. Listen to it last week. Two weeks I listen ago. that shit way more often than I'm willing to admit, dog. It's just a great album. Great. And it reminds me of being fucking 11 or 12, however old I was when that and shit dropped. This dropped in 97, yeah. 98, before Bling Bling. And him and Jay Z said, I don't yeah. like if it don't gleam gleam. Yeah. Jay, you know where Bling Bling came from. Yeah. You changed one letter. <laughs> it was Bling Bling and Bling Bling. Yeah. I'm trying to find um no JD is a fucking legend. Um Stephen Hill had made a comment about that shit too. Like he basically came out and was like, yo, all respect to what Bow Wow did for 106 and Park. Like I, he was like, he definitely helped launch us into what we became. But he yeah. was like, Yeah, Bow Wow videos was like, you remember that moment? But but that's the videos. The, you wasn't a host on Bow Wow. I mean, on on One Hundred Six Park to years no, later. No, 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 no. Stephen Hill was just like, I respect what JD is saying and like how much Bow Wow did for our show, like launching it. But he was like, created it. Like he was like, I don't know about that. But he was like, I love JD, but I, I can't say you created it. Basically, <laughs> if I called you and told you. Did he deny that conversation happened? No. Because, no. like, if I talk to you yeah. about having a black TRL for whatever, whatever, yeah. and then you come out with a black TRL, don't act yeah. like a, that wasn't your idea. I, I think, but you ain't created. You had an idea. That's what if created. If you come in, nah, creating it is doing it. You didn't do it. You I mean, needed me to do it, bro. You a billion dollar company. You That's can do it. But you, like, created, yeah. like, you didn't have the spark. Yeah, yeah. I'm the spark. And here's I'm the thing, though, because Stephen Hill didn't deny having a talk with JD, but he also didn't confirm it. Nigga. He just said, created it, nigga. Like, eh. So I'm like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes before the I show believe, came out. I believe both of true to you. So, yes, yeah. you may. Yeah. Like, I said this, and you're like, yo, my man got a good deal. We gonna, we, gonna, we about to run with it. Yeah. We're going to tweak the balls and blah. But you know what idea came from? And the idea I, I probably had, because I wanted you to be. That's where JD's comment got a little weird for me, though, because he said I created 106 in Park for Lil Bow Wow. And it was like, because I need somewhere to black. Like, so for TRL, it's a bunch yeah. of teeny boppers yeah. who scream for this. And I have a little teeny bopper rapper. Yeah. I credited it for him to build his career. But it's like, well, I gave the, I gave them a suggestion, a tip to. Yeah. I understand what he's saying. I remember the moment. Or I guess the era, rather, when Lil Bow Wow was that nigga on 106 in Park. But I'm like, was that when 106 in Park dropped? Because saying I created 106 in Park for Lil Bow Wow, it lends itself to a very specific thing. Like, all right, when this drops, Lil Bow Wow finna be the number one. He wasn't that right off top, nigga. Like, it it took a minute for him to become Mr. 106 in Park, nigga. But I don't fucking know. Um, it was funny. They was tagging free in that shit. Free start getting funny with niggas. She was like, she was on the Twitter like, yo, 
I'll tell on everybody who's involved with the shit. I'll tell y'all the real secrets about AJ, Stephen Hill. She was clowning, though, but I just thought it was funny because she was like, y'all about to quit tagging me in this mess. I don't know, nigga. Listen, 106 and Park started on September 11th, 2000. Yep. Anything's possible. But I think saying I created a show for a little Bow Wow and the nigga whose show it was coming out and saying, create it, nigga. It gets funny, dog. Yeah. It's like, I right, You gave me the idea, but talking I did the legwork. Yeah, yeah. You took my idea. Because what was funny, and niggas was pointing this out, and I was like, mm, okay. Niggas was like, if Jermaine Dupree created 106 in Park for real, wouldn't he have at least been an EP on the show? Like, at minimum, like, you gonna have so, your credit there. Right, here, here's, a, here, here's, here's something like this. I can say I created the black podcast movement in the Metro Detroit area. Right. Does that mean I started every single podcast here? No. Yeah. But in 2016, when there was no black podcast studio. Yeah. And we came into the game and ushered in blah, blah, blah. Like, I can understand when somebody right. mean that they created something. Like, there's a black podcast that I've never heard of was probably doing their thing. Yeah. But the movement, like, so when he say created, I don't think he means. But here's where it's different, though. Even in your scenario, y'all still did the work. You know what I'm saying? You still did that shit. Like, even what you saying, I created it. You not saying I created every podcast in Metro Detroit, but you did create a podcast network. Like, you did it. Jay Johnson name was on that shit, regardless of who else created other fucking podcasts. But, I mean, there's a lot of different podcasts yeah. outside of this particular yeah. studio yeah. that came into existence. Yeah. I don't have a personal hand in that. But if we create a lane where now this is a cool or fashionable or or something that is obtainable, yeah, it's like oh shit, we should do this because we seen such and such and such and such. But like, the difference is JD name ain't on no show. It ain't like I get what you're saying, yeah. But I really feel like even in your example, you still physically went out there and built something. But if I tell you to you make ain't just, a, you ain't tell Dame, yo, I'm about to, uh, I think podcast in Detroit to be great. And then Dame went out there and did a podcast dolo. And then now you saying I created Dame's podcast. How about this? <laughs> in 2005, we about to get into this episode mm -hmm, shortly. Mm -hmm. In 2005, when I was working with an artist, PD Pistols. And we couldn't get no radio play. Yeah. I started an online radio station in my apartment building. And we started popping that shit off. Yeah. And then his cousin, when we stopped, set one up in his garage that turned into street hot radio. And then a bunch of other online radio stations came after that and came after that. And now there's a bunch of online radio stations that came in from the city of Detroit. But all that shit literally started in my yeah. fucking apartment. So I can say... Well, technically, I created the online blah, blah, blah. And that's the main reason yeah. I got into podcasting because I knew what I did with that. And, mm -hmm. and I dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. Life happened. I'm like, I'm not going to do it with the podcast shit. Yeah. So I, I I can understand the thought process about yeah. the word, but then we can get into actual definitions. Yeah. But what do you mean when you say create? And that's what yeah. I feel Stephen Hill coming in because like, yo, nigga, this this is on my back. Yeah. Nigga, like, some, it's some kid or some adult yeah. who got his own studio, his own stuff. Like, nigga, you ain't do shit over here. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I didn't. Yeah. 
Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, but no, but I think Christmas was interesting. Um, I definitely thought that. Why would Bow Wow jump out the window like that? Bow and try to came out a little because it was. I think the aggression in Bow Wow when he said "stop the cap." That's where it was like, oh wait. Come on, why you gotta keep bringing my name up, nigga? We're not getting no points off your fucking name. Bow Wow, it's a long time over for that, bro. That's the type of shit that JD can say about yeah. you. Yeah, he can say, "Yo, it was great while we lasted, but you don't gotta keep bringing." I need my- Bow Wow to address why Future got two of his baby mamas pregnant after Bow Wow. I need to address why you ain't rap, you ain't write none of your raps. That I was good. To, I need to address <laughs> when you got old enough to write your. Keep saying I was deaf. <laughs> like, like I get it. You were, but like, relax. I want nigga. you to address why. When you started writing your own rap, your career went down. I want him to address why he didn't continue acting, because you were actually really talented. And at what? No, that nigga was a good fucking actor, bro. In what? Uh, uh, what's the roll bounce? Nigga, that nigga did really good, dog. I thought that nigga was going to do something with that. And I was ready to see. Because here's the thing, dog. With a lot of that, like, child talent. Yeah. Especially musicians. Robots was still child talent. But music doesn't carry over for a lot of niggas who start out as a young musician. Facts. Especially in rap. Only Lil Wayne. And that was because Lil Wayne was rapping like an adult when he was a child. Bow Wow was rapping like a child when he was a child. When he grew up. It's crazy. They're not that much difference in age. They're not. But when he grew up, and clearly these niggas live two different lives, right? Uh, Lil Bow Wow at one years old was getting mentored by Snoop Dogg and shit. And fucking signed to death row (laughs) at two. And motherfucker, he was a crip. He was a Long Beach crip at three. And the nigga had a contract at four. That's just what it was. Wayne was selling drugs and getting shot in the chest and rabbit got killed. And that nigga whole career started after he lived a life by 10 years old and shit. He was losing his virginity at 10 and shit. Wayne was living different, but when Bow Wow music got older and he was trying to rap about that older shit after he did that hold you down song with Omarion, where they do that stupid move where you open your chest up, which is a classic. Then it was like, all right, he did that, and he did the uh, the Like You song with Sierra, and it was like, okay, maybe he might still have a career in music. And then them songs started to get a little weaker, and they weren't as popular, and then he started acting. So I'm thinking, hey, my nigga pivoted out. He got out. Now he can go do this other thing, and he actually got some talent. If he brushed this up, he might have a whole new career, dog. And then he tried to go back to music, and I just didn't fucking understand it, bro. I still ain't never seen a movie. I was like, this nigga acting his ass off. Yeah, no, it's the scene in Roll Bounce when that nigga snap on a on dog that owned the laundromat and paid him full, who was his daddy. Um, you can't convince me acting. Nah, that nigga Bob was a good actor. He was. No, what I'm saying is, as an actor, you can't convince me you were a good actor because you could display anger. Cause that's the e- that's the easiest thing for everybody to draw. On, Cause everybody been angry before. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, he should have kept going. Yeah, he could have yeah. been better. So. Yeah, cause fucking lottery ticket wasn't gonna do it, bro. But anyway, all right, man, we got some voice notes, and I want to make sure we get to real quick because these is uh the last voice notes before, well, not before the new year, but. Um, last ones before Christmas, man. So, uh, we got a voice. Well, we asked him, we asked him about their, their Christmas yeah, traditions. Yeah. And can you send those in? Yeah. We got an email from the good brother AJ across the pond. AJ. Hey, um, it's an email that I'm going to read off, uh, not a voice note. He said, What's good, brothers? 
You haven't heard from me for a few weeks because I've been going through some asthma related health issues. God bless you. I wanted to send a voice note this week, but I still sound a little wheezy and raspy. Hey, me too, bro. Um, Things are moving in the right direction, though. Thank God. And I hope to be back with you in the new year. I just wanted to wish to both of you, my fellow voice noters in the entire Twig family, a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Recent pods have been fire as always, in spite of the lack of weekly content. Fuck stars unless they're planning to cut you a check. Of course. I just saw Avatar this afternoon. <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> the little kid in the seat in front of mine pooped his draws in the final third. If only he'd held it in until that egregious weekend song played over the end credits, I might have applauded. I think the Woman King is still hands down the best new picture I've seen in the past few months. I agree with you on that, AJ. Finally, are you watching Tulsa King with Stella with Stallone on Paramount Plus? Speak to you soon, and I hope you enjoy the festive break. AJ, man, we hope you enjoy break too, and hope you're feeling better soon, bro. I'm glad you listened to it and and and, uh, and tapped in, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Even while you feeling down, man, I um after I got sick. I developed asthma. I've been dealing with this shit for over a year. I definitely applaud anybody who was like born asthmatic or I don't know if you born. I don't know how it happens, but my brother was. Yeah, man. Like I, I applaud anybody who's had to deal with this shit for most of their lives because the last year has been difficult as fuck for me, man. There's some new shit. Um, but I am watching Tulsa King. I thought that it really had a spark when it started, but now it's just mid. Um, and when I say that, I mean that. Like, I still watch it. It's not, like, gotten bad to the point that I feel like I don't need to tune in no more. I just think that um, specifically the episode where they had the big fight with the motorcycle gang, I thought that that episode was kind of like the, I won't say they jumped a shark, but it got a little clownish for me. And since then, it seemed like they've gotten back on on track, but that episode kind of threw me. That one and the one following, I wasn't really feeling. But I haven't watched the Tulsa King yet yeah. because the cover artwork looks so weird to me. Yeah, and, um, I don't like the best of alone look, <laughs> how it looks on there. I've I've heard some good things about the show. I I enjoy and, it. Um, and I, I haven't technically. I don't think I've seen a series on Paramount Plus that wasn't good. Yeah, and here's the thing: it's by the same nigga who did Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Um. So it's not a bad show, including the game. I haven't seen a oh, series on the game season two is available by the way. Yeah. I um, haven't seen a uh, a bad series on on um on uh paramount plus i just got fully caught up with uh yellowstone mm. so um that's what i've been watching so i haven't took a took advantage of uh tulsa king yet yeah because i'm i'm fully caught up on yellowstone oh man um but aj man we wish you well brother hope to get them voice notes back soon i also think you might be faking asthma so you could send this voice note as name tag that's coming up later today like it's funny because it's wild we ain't heard from, from you one of them. and on the same day come on name tag sent the voice note like come on and you sent a random email because maybe that maybe you maybe now, you'll, now you can't talk air yeah, quotes yeah i don't yeah, know aj or, or can you talk in your american voice now? or maybe they got a new handler for the account. Mm, mm, mm. Come on. Think about it. All right. Uh, D Scott <laughs> sent in <laughs> two voice notes. And because of that, I'm scared of both of them. He's going to sing in one of them. So this first one, all he wrote is 
on colored people time. <laughs> Yo, D Scott continues to be one of the funniest niggas on the planet, dog. D Scott, what up, man? Rookie of the fucking year, dog. All right, let's see what my boy on. Merry Christmas this week in culture. How you doing? It's your boy D Scott. Dude, Got a quick voice note. Best man holiday. First off, I'll start by saying Merry Christmas to this week in culture, Ant and Jay, all this week in culture family, especially uh, Rob Silva. I know it's been a tough year for you, so I hope you're enjoying the holidays with your new lady. But on the Best Man Holiday, it was a good movie, black classic movie. But. I couldn't marry a chick hey, who got popped by my homeboy. <laughs> like, that's mad. Hold on, time out, time out. Yo, where you at, buddy? That's 16 wheeler right now. Yo, maybe he's on the road. No, D. Scott is putting a fucking truck into the Best Buy day <laughs> right now because it's Christmas time and they stocking the fuck up. Yeah. I used to work at Best Buy. I was a stock boy. I know the trucks come on Tuesday. I used to work at FedEx and you come on. Come on. You feel me? No, he is backing into a bay right the fuck now. <laughs> and you niggas. <laughs> better get out the way because he leaving a voice note while he back up. I thought this nigga was on, a, on an airplane. <laughs> Either that or that nigga's hooked up to the fucking machine at the hospital. He could be on Santa Slate. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Delivering shit. Dog. Uh, oh, that little beep was funny as fuck. <laughs> All right, hold up. I'm going to rewind it a little bit so we can hear his best man thoughts. But I couldn't marry a chick who got popped by my homeboy. Like, that's mad wild. Like, you're the altar thing about her getting her back kicked in. <laughs> and then, what uh, Jay said on Twitter when I uh, tagged him in that um, tweet, she wasn't no angel. She could have fucked anybody she wanted to get back at him, but she just had to fuck the homeboy. That, if it was me, I would have caught two bodies. Honestly. Like, I couldn't <laughs> let that go. But I'm going to sit back and listen to the pod. Enjoy it. See what your boys think. Peace. And then, hold up. Let's play voice note two of two, just in case it's additional best man uh, slander. Because, Mia, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, one more thing. Shout out to that scamming-ass pastor. I knew something was a little shady about it, but uh, hopefully I touch on it. Peace. D. Scott, appreciate you, bro. Um, On that pastor, if you see a nigga wear Gucci suits, that's G-print in like 12 colors. The G stand for God. It definitely didn't stand for Gucci, nigga. And I don't think it stood for God. Shit stood for God him. Got him. Got him. Yo, my nigga. Um, yo, my nigga was in Vegas and took a picture with uh with a uh, Welvin, and he said he'll take the picture for a bump. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, you think I'm making it yo. up, but I'm not. No, <laughs> oh, no, nah, nah. I couldn't get to the Deborah Cox song enough. But how do we get here? To, <laughs> wait a minute, Welvin Day. Hold on, let me see if I can get it. Yo, that's a wild tale, nigga. This nigga said I love it here. <laughs> he was in Vegas and shit, dog. Oh man, I can't find what the nigga changed his name to on the internet. Oh man! But then he said, "I'll do it for a bum." <laughs> no. Oh man. Um. All right. Let's see. Next voice note. Next voice note. Oh man, Rob Silver, my brother, third member of the pod, the God. Um. He sent in some Christmas traditions. Yeah. So I'm sure. excited. Um. 
Rob Silva, you and your ladies' uh, text messages that you be posting are awesome, <laughs> and Rob. I want you to never stop, bro. <laughs> Rob, you wild nigga, <laughs> yo, Rob, Rob got that OG game down to a science, nigga. Like he, like yo, good morning, my beautiful love bug, star ski. Oh wait, like, look, look, look. oh you found it. He said so much happened in this picture. I asked him to say. D's nuts got him phrase. He said, I'll do it for a bump. <laughs> <laughs> the guy behind me got arrested for something, probably meth related. I love this fucking town. It's GTA in real life. That is wild, dog. Cause how do we get here? Yo, look at this nigga. <laughs> look at this team. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, oh, real quick before I play Rob Silver voice note. Will it be more outside than D Scott's? No one can be more outside because <laughs> D Scott was live in a tornado. <laughs> D Scott was live under the hood of a fucking Escalade with the wind blowing. Dog. All right, Rob Silver, what up? What's up, fellas? I want to wish the entire this week and culture family a very, very, very merry Christmas. I'll try and get to you guys next week with another voice note before the new year begins, but. You guys asked last week about Christmas traditions. My favorite Christmas tradition was every year from when my beloved son was three years old until he was 14, 15. Christmas morning, we would go see the matinee and see whatever big time movie came out cuz you you guys know there was always a big time christmas movie Excellent. that came out during the holidays i remember one year we saw bicentennial man another year we saw i am legend mm. so we always went to the movies on christmas and matter of fact fellas i used to do that tradition with my brother back in the 80s so that's been a tradition of of mine with my brother with my son, and this Christmas, I'll be taking my nephew to the movie. So, Dope. that's one you may want to uh, think about, big man. Uh, fellas, Merry Christmas. Talk to you next week. Merry Christmas to you, Rob. Merry Christmas to D. Scott, too, man. Um, Is there anything coming out this Christmas? So, you remember like we talked Christmas? about, that's why I didn't know Avatar came out last week. Because I thought it was coming out the week of Christmas, and it was going to be... The Christmas movie that Rob was just referring to. Nah, it came out on the 16th. Yeah, man. I, I don't, I don't even know how to, how to go see this shit now. Cause I'm like, I, if it came out Christmas week, I would have made it a thing. It's less of a thing in my mind right now, dog. Like, you, you know, you can still go Christmas week. I know, but it don't hit the same. <laughs> it don't hit the same. It was cool. Coming like out it. on the 16th, man. But I actually might go see it like Friday morning or something. Cause, um, I'm, Looking for something to do Friday. Before Remember, I was like, "What? Drunk. What is? What are they gonna do? Like, what's gonna be the yeah. fight?" I mean, they 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 figure something out. They figure something yeah, out. Yeah, they yeah. figure something out. I'm gonna definitely check it out, but um, no, nah, I, I think it would have hit a little different if it dropped at least Christmas week. But I'm like, damn dog, this was the perfect Christmas Eve, Saturday, Christmas Sunday. Like, if they would have dropped it this Thursday, that shit would have went off. But who the fuck am I? Um, all right, hold up, another voice note. The homie James James sent in one happy holidays voice note from the God said checking in with y'all with a short voice note. Peace. Peace to you, James. Goddamn family. James, you better get ready. We got 
Snowfall back February 22nd, and we back in the studio, bro. Right, let's see what my guy he said he was gonna pull and up Jay, what's going on? It's your boy James this week in Culture Family. What's up? Happy holidays to everyone. Hey, really quickly, I'm going to uh, leave a short voice note to answer the question that you guys asked last week about the holidays, and then I'll end off with uh, giving you guys a question personally just about some content. So, number one, um, for the holidays, typically me and my family, we get together. We smoke the finest cigars we got in our humidor. We sip on some of the finest spirits that we might have collected over the year, either from traveling or, you know, literally just had it uh, saving for the time being. And we reflect on what we did throughout the year. And more importantly, we talk about what we want to get done next year. So it's really open environment to talk about, you know, what we've getting done, what we've learned throughout the year, and then what we want to do going into next year. And just in a very conversation piece, not like a New Year's resolution bullet point, but just have the open conversation as we're enjoying our cigars and our scotch. The second point I want to talk about is what was that piece of content, whether it be a movie, a show, whatever it is that blew you away that you did not think was going to perform very well. Uh, for me, it was Mayor of Kingstown, although it did premiere in 2021. Mm. It's my pick for this year. Um, it was a great, great, tremendous series, and I loved every bit of it. A couple of the points for for me was the cinematography, the pacing of it. And the one thing that's not discussed very often is the contrast of sets in this series between him having basically a cabin in the woods to their office downtown to the prison set to the projects where the crypts were. That contrast of sets and how they how they weave the story in and out of him being in all those different places was huge to me. And I think that's that's one of the, you know, underrated things about mayor of kingstown that makes it so captivating so for you guys what was that piece of content that just blew you away that you didn't think was going to do very well i'm curious to hear and if you guys want to discuss a little bit you know why um i think it'll be you know some good reference points for what you guys are thinking all right guys that's all i got for you you guys enjoy your holidays stay safe and everybody in this week in, week in culture merry christmas happy holidays whatever it is that you do just be safe at doing it love you all peace James, love you, bro. That was a fantastic voice note, man. It was. Um, Mayor of Kingstown was really good. Bro, Mayor of Kingstown shocked me. And as James mentioned, it, it was a technically 2021. Um, I didn't watch I, the 2020. Yeah, I didn't watch it till January, literally. Um, why? Because I legit didn't. I looked at the little trailer and I was just like, I only know what it's about. Could be good. Could be not. I don't fucking know. It's on Paramount Plus. They hadn't established themselves to me yet as a dominant network. They on some FX shit because Paramount Plus got fire, nigga. So I, I started watching because everybody told me it was good. Yeah. So it's not one of those things where I was like, it blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It's three things. Mayor of Kingstown. Mm -hmm. Your Honor. And a Woman King. Man. It's probably the winner is probably the Woman King because I didn't think it was going to be that good. I was ready to hate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. was ready to be like, yo, there's some bunch of fucking... Uh, political bullshit yeah. putting the like I I really did not yeah I didn't walk into it thinking like yo this is gonna be a good movie yeah you know? um not saying like this is the greatest movie of all yeah, time no. and all shit like that it just caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was so I'm a I'm a piggyback off you with the Woman King um similarly I 
it's Annalise Keating, dog. This ain't going to be a bad performance by her. It's the young boy, John Boyega. I he was, on his shit. But I was like. I was more impressed with the young girl, though. Oh, not just her, but the one who died. Yeah. It's oh, no. there. It's, it's, it's that connection. Bro. Which got me most. Bro. That young girl and the girl who died, the warrior who died. I was like concerned about both of them the entire because I didn't want shit to happen neither one of them. Yeah. Um, I loved the Woman King dog. I the Woman King had me beefing with niggas who said they liked Black Panther but said they didn't like the Woman King. I was like, mm, if if you really want to get into a bag, the Woman King, in my opinion, did a better job with some of the themes that are similar to Black. I mean, it's literally a tale about. Some real like, shit that happened. It's not a spooky science yeah, fiction. Yeah, like power is coming King from was a, fire to me, dog. And like again, I'm not telling tell you that this is the greatest, greatest movie. movie not, not at all. Not at all. Out of this year, it surprised me because I was not expecting to like it like that. And I loved it, nigga. Um, another thing that shocked me on some TV shit. Uh, 2022 just came out about a month ago. Six episode miniseries. I have watched this shit twice already. Riches on Amazon Prime is fucking fire. I've been told. I did not think this shit would be as fire as it was. Not because um, these are a lot of uh, Nigerian, British act. Like, you know how sometimes niggas can see a, a show like that and be like, Yo, oh, uh, it ain't going to be that. Somebody I steal content from yeah. should always be on the fucking African show. Yeah. Be like, man. you know I be fuck with my African man. shit. Watch this. And I watch a lot. Netflix got a gang of African shows. I Netflix watch a lot of them. to African shows is too big to Detroit. One thousand percent. I don't know who at Netflix is African, but they putting their people on. Nigga. And I, I respect it on the main page yeah, right there, nigga, because blood and water got me in a fucking chokehold, nigga, all three seasons. Um, But Rich is on Amazon Prime. I heard it was good, but it also looked like, you know, black soap opera ish. And again, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go into the soapy drama because I don't know if I don't want to not like it because it's too fucking much. Bro, by the end of episode one, I was all in. I was all in. This show was about some real opulent black shit, business owners, fucking finance. It was talking about wills and, and niggas leaving shit and they fucking uh, will when they die and all. Man, it was so much shit going on in this. The acting was great. The plot was great. It was six episodes, so they got straight to the point every episode. It never felt like it lagged. You never had that one dry episode that every season feels like it has. That shit was just fire, one through six. And then the cliffhanger that the episode six ended on was like, bitch, where is season two right now? And I just didn't expect it to be that entertaining. It was a very entertaining show um so if you know if you got a minute rich is on prime it's a very good watch and you know what else i'm into i just started it though so i can't i can't fully say that this is the most surprising piece of content for me because i haven't finished it yet kindred on fx slash hulu is fucking fire through three two episodes i ain't get through episode three i fell asleep um, cause it was like three in the morning, but Kindred on Hulu slash FX is fire ass content, dog. I'm really enjoying it. Um, 
I won't even tell niggas the plot is based off a book written by Octavia. Uh, shit. Hold up. I was about to say Octavia Spencer, Octavia Butler. Um, and it's just, it's really good. I'm already, I've already bought the book on Amazon. Cause soon as the show ends, I want to read the book. It's that fucking good. So watch Kendrick on Hulu. If you already seen it, let us know what you thought about it. And if you've seen Riches, let us know what you thought about that. Cause I think that shit is entertaining as fuck. Um, all right. We're going to keep the voice notes going. We got one from the homie. Shot sound. Shay Jones. What up though? Let's see what she on. Uh 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 oh gotta download that voice note first and there we go. Alright. Shay, what up? What's up my guys? It's your girl Shay. Um been under the weather for a few weeks. One of those coughing people aunt was uh complaining about, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to check in um for the holidays and just give y'all y'all flowers it's been a while since i left a note um so i'm laid up right now so i might as well um but yeah i just wanted to thank y'all for another dope ass year on the pod um with the family like it's just been amazing and y'all have literally like stepped it up each and every year you know i've been here from day one and um, I can honestly say that y'all are my favorite. I love y'all so much. And I love the community that y'all have built, the family. Like, I really feel like y'all are my family, like my brothers. And I ain't met y'all a day in my life. Um, <laughs> but y'all don't realize how much you have brought us together. Like, uh, how much we like real friends now. Like, <laughs> uh, my OG Rob and Match and Curve and Name Tag. Like, I love of all y'all and uh, anybody else I ain't named but I just want to thank y'all for that thank y'all for the dope content and just speak you know more life and more potted and more blessings in 2023 for y'all um, whatever y'all you know desire as far as official pods and live pods and touring and all that it's on the way because you guys have it y'all just have it um, whatever it is y'all got it and i'm just uh, so happy to be a part of the family looking forward to what y'all are doing in 2023 and everything that y'all asking for behind that paywall is worth it so you know i'm gonna have my coins together but um yeah, for uh, Christmas, uh, like I was asking on the, the most recent pot, um, our tradition is, so I'm the oldest of six, and um, at one point, I was buying everybody a gift, but when everybody got grown and started working, I'm like, hell no, we got to do this together, so uh, we do a grab bag amongst me and my siblings, and that's always fun, and you know, whoever they dating or married to at the time, they began to join in, so it's been bigger, so that's always fun, and we, you know, we have a, a pretty decent limit, so you can get some really cool stuff, so you put like 10 things on your list, and you know, whatever uh, adds up to the dollar amount that we choose they choose that for you so that's been dope and then you know we just have dinner uh we play games like uh uno and uh, a long ass game of monopoly every time so 
and that's usually what we do for Christmas, wear our pajamas. Uh, my mom cooks the same Thanksgiving meal, which I ain't, you know, too fond of, but whatever. <laughs> I ain't cooking, so I can't say nothing. So that's how we celebrate Christmas. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope you guys are able to rest and relax. You deserve it after all y'all have done this year. I tell you, I, I know it's like a labor of love, but y'all are like therapy for real. Like it's been times where I've just been like bored or down or whatever. I could put on an episode of This Week in Culture and just get my life, uh, have some laughs, think a little bit. You know, y'all just mix it up. So from the comedy to the themes to all the topics that's going on, um, you guys have done an excellent job breaking all that down. I know it's time consuming. I know it's hard. I know y'all got shit going on in y'all lives. And y'all always show up for us. So I truly appreciate that. Um, I, I always say, like, between Shop Talk and This Week in Culture, I hear Jay Johnson's voice more than anybody throughout the week. So... <laughs> Uh, hopefully, you know, in 2023, y'all could do a, a meet-up this week in Culture Weekend or something. I'm there because, um, yeah, it's time. So, mm. uh, you all, you know, enjoy your holiday with your family. Rest, relax. You deserve it. Uh, we'll be here waiting for y'all. You know, I'll be thirsty. So, I'll be here <laughs> waiting. But, uh, yes, enjoy your holidays. And I will talk to y'all next year, probably. Um, I wanted to say you guys a nice gift through the mail but i always wait to the last minute but y'all know i got you where i got you all right um so this week in culture family i love you guys as well have a great christmas and i'll talk to y'all soon peace we'll shut the pod down shay goddamn i mean goddamn Oh man, that was amazing, man. Um, Shay, you already know we love you to death up here, man. You've been uh, you've been supporting from from the rip dog. since the SoundCloud days. I used to, I didn't Literally. realize, but I used to see your name on the SoundCloud. You know, SoundCloud used to tell you who listening, yeah, and yeah. like who your top, yeah, who the top listener, and her name was always at the top. Yeah, nah, it's it's two people. We know a bunch of y'all been around from day one, literally, but it's two people who I know. And it's Shay Jones and it's Macho, dog. Um, he sent a voice note to me, by the way. I'm gonna play that in a minute. Oh, I showed me a lot of love today on the Yo, oh man, man, dog. And it's but to the point Shay made the relationships that then got built in real life from this podcast, we ain't we ain't do this organic, baby. We ain't do nothing special to make niggas come to go. All we did was talk. There was not one ad purchased. Come on, come on. Man. No, not one sponsored Instagram post. Come on, man. Like, niggas is really connecting. Motherfuckers was really driving to Saginaw to go see Mach. They ain't never met Mach a day in their life. That's a fact. Because they, this they nigga from This Week in Culture, dog. And that's just, I love that type shit, bro. I shot a whole comedy special. Come on, man. Come on, nigga. You the king of comedy now. It ain't you, Mach. Move over, nigga. Speaking of my brother, Mach, what up? Love you, boy. Hope you and the family have a good holiday. Shay Jones, get well soon. Feel better. I could tell you was a little congested. You definitely sound like one of them niggas that's coughing a little too much. But I hope you get better soon and you're able to enjoy the holiday. Appreciate you uh, letting us know y'all traditions and shit. I feel you on that not loving the same food from Thanksgiving on Christmas. But I'll be honest with you. You got to eat. If it's only be two times a year I eat that shit, yo, run that shit back. I ain't mad at it. I'm never mad at macaroni and cheese. I'm never mad at my mama dressing. Stuffing. Come on. Dressing, whatever y'all want to call it. A little bit of turkey. 
Come on, man. I'm never mad at that shit. So we did that up until it was literally about, I'll say, six years ago. Greens? My mom, I don't eat greens. I don't eat greens. I ain't ate a green since I got forced to when I was like three. Um, yeah, I don't eat greens. But um You you gotta eat the right one. <laughs> come on, man. It was wild. Like everybody say my mama greens is fire. And yeah. I be like, damn, she really probably would like if I tried them too. <laughs> but I ain't got time, dog. Um, but no, like six years ago, we started doing one of the holidays would be the traditional shit, and then the other one we would do surf and turf. And I didn't realize that was a tradition till we was planning a surf and turf menu for Christmas. And I was like, oh, shit, we do got a thing. And this year, um, me, Shorty, and my parents, we doing a pajama thing on Christmas Eve. We're going to get together, put on pajamas, turn on. Uh, CeeLo probably got my favorite Christmas album of all time. Um, that nigga singing his motherfucking oh, ass Oh, shit. I created a black Christmas playlist. Oh, shit. Download. I'm, I'm going to drop it in the, uh, in, the, in the show notes. Yeah. If you got Apple Music. Yeah, this if is not, not you. you can just look at it and find it on whatever weekend streaming service you use. Um, but I'm gonna drop it in the, in the show notes. Yeah, this ain't for you, Androidies. And guess Y'all relax. What? It is the greatest Black Christmas playlist that has ever been created. Yeah, on everything. Y'all niggas fucking relax. Apple Music d- does not have this. Alright let me get. I mean, they got the individual songs. Much voice note. Much, what up, man? Me not having a mom around ain't got nothing to do with the way I be treating these bitches, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that dance I was too funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dog, if this nigga don't get the fuck on, dog. Holy shit, that was funny. All right, my bad. The first best man. I saw the second best man one time in the theater, and I refused to watch it after that. Man, shit was just sad. It hurt, man. Um, it's macho. I know y'all getting into that best man bag, so you know I had to leave a quick voice note. But man, I wanted to give y'all y'all flowers actually for a great ass twenty twenty two. Y'all kept me entertained, man. So shout out to Aunt Jay, Rob Silver, of course. You know I'm hearing all this fourth member, the fifth member. Of the, I'm an original member of the pod. Fuck nigga, we that. just gave, we you just gave it to you. Know, first, second, of <laughs> but yo, man, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Jay coming up to the sag, making it do what it do. Man, um, but yeah, man, I, I rock with this weekend culture, man, all day, every day. Y'all had an amazing 2022. I'm looking forward to an amazing 2023. I'm greedy. Fuck, keep the content coming, man. Peace and love, man. Well, yeah, homecoming dropping. Christmas Day. Y'all take a break from some of that NBA and watch homecoming with your family, man. Let's go. <laughs> my Joe, my first stand-up comedy special is coming, man. If I owe y'all $3 for this uh, shameless plug, I will gladly clap. Uh, I will gladly cash out this week in culture. <laughs> homecoming. Comedianmacho.com. <laughs> It's going to be more than $3. All right, nigga. Because you got... We was letting Homecoming go because Jay produced the shit, directed it. But now you throwing a ComedianMacho.com, nigga. Mm -hmm. We going to need $20 to dollar sign this week in culture. And I need it by the time this pod come out, nigga. Or I'm on your head, bro. Um, Mach, man, you already know. We just gave you your fucking... uh, Your flowers for being... A literal day one. Um, but now since you asked for that shit, I'm taking them back. Nigga, yo, yo flowers is mine. Nigga, we giving them bitches to Rob Silver. What up? Um, all right, we got one more, two more voice notes. I ain't realize we had this many. We got 
But it's from two of the pod fans. Hey, we said you, we told you, if you send a voice now, we plan it. We plan it. I don't give a fuck about the time, nigga. I clocked this bitch at five hours, nigga. We two hours in. Ain't talked about the uh, best man at all. Because <laughs> who was a good man in that motherfucker? <laughs> hey, man, uh, name tag, bro. Um, he said 100% posting up at the crib this holiday season. And uh, he sent his voice note in. Let's see what my dog name tag had to say. A.K.A. Alex from across the pond, nigga. We know what the fuck it is. Aunt Jay, what up, though? It's name tag. So I was listening to the last episode, and y'all were talking about holiday tradition. And um, this year for Christmas, and uh, going even going into New Year's for that holiday, we we were gonna just kick it at home. Like I was talking to my lady about it, and I know I asked her. I said, "Well, we, are we going to see uh, like a lot of most of the holidays? We'll go see her parents." And her, her brothers and uh, sister and everything, like everybody would kind of go over to her mom and dad's house. And we would normally go by there last. You know, we'll see some of my family, like my aunt doesn't stay too. I think my aunt is like literally maybe five minutes away from where I live. And then my lady, her mom, and her dad, they're close to us as well. So since that's where everybody was normally going to be at we stopped by there last and that's the last destination before we head home or whatever but this year i just asked her i said like what we you know what we doing we going anywhere she was like nah i think i kind of just want to stay at home and that was for thanksgiving as well me specifically i'm cool with that so that i think that's going to be interesting just just having that tradition just being at home man you know just enjoying family under our household for the most part um now as far as the best man holiday, man, I do not like Harper, man. Just ah, <laughs> just an opportunist. Everything is an agenda. Ah, I just, man, I just get away from me. So it was interesting because it was like at the end of the day, he still saw through his uh, his agenda, which was to to be able to come up with a book on uh, Lance or whatever. This is gonna be interesting. I don't think too that they needed to. Uh, kill Mia they didn't need to kill her man what they could I think what they could have done was maybe like okay let's say she had cancer but let the movie end let best man holiday have ended with her beating cancer now on the flip side I'm still interested to see how Lance plays this out with you know I guess there's going to be a a, a period where he's you know clearly uh, um a single father, you know, raising his children, but then there's going to be a new woman that comes into his life. So on the flip side, that can work because there's going to be a woman that, you know, maybe Harper ain't fucker. I don't know. So interesting to see how that pans out. And I do want to see how it plays out with, uh, damn, I forget Terrence Howard. It was a Q. I think that was his character's name. I want to see how that plays out with him getting married. If they still go with that storyline from how the first movie ended. Yep. So I'm interested to see what y'all uh, talk about and what y'all thoughts are on the film. Uh, definitely a good uh, rewatch for sure, though. All right. Peace. Name tag. What up, man? Um, appreciate you, bro. Uh, love your holiday tradition of just sitting the fuck down and chilling at the crib, bro. That's how it that's, start. That's they, something undervalued. And know? then people start showing up at your house. Yeah. And yeah. then next year, more people show up. Or they start getting mad that you ain't show up at theirs. And now you got to go to theirs, nigga. And it ruins your whole damn. Yo, man. Come be honest about holidays for a minute, dog. I don't love the idea that every single fucking holiday I got to come to somebody's house. Like, I would like to sit at home and not be made to feel bad about it, bro. 
Don't you be at home every other day of the year? No. No. Like in general, though. I mean, people yeah, don't I go to fuck. People home. only see the, a lot of people only see their family on oh, holidays. No, no, no. If I lived out of state, any of that shit, but the majority of my family is here. Yeah. Um, most of my mom's uh siblings have passed, my grandmother passed. So traveling down south, my aunt in Atlanta and my cousins there, I'm extremely close with. So if we travel, it's fine. I'm good with that. But then you gotta think, I if you travel taking shorty now you're taking her away from her fam like it's just the obligation to be with your family on the holiday it's just a lot like i'd be feeling like i low-key want to go out of town on the holiday so everybody knows i'm not gonna be there because i really would like to just enjoy the day and relax not that i don't enjoy being so with my family it just be a lot this is the thing that changed my mind well i don't have this is just my culture yeah. this is how i've been raised but what made me think about shit differently Especially if you don't live in the same town. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you get a little bit older, how many times you think you're going to see your mom? See, I see my mom a week. Right. Yeah, yeah, I get what you say. It's yeah. like, my nigga, you may yeah. got, you may only see Come your parent. Yeah. No, 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 no. You may only see them eight more times before they die. Mm. Because maybe they don't got eight years left. Yeah, I got you. And you see them. Once, Once a, or twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you start looking at that like, now what would you do if somebody say, fam, you got six more times to see your mom? Mm. It's like, yo, I don't yeah. think about it like that. Like, well, maybe I should visit more. Hey, or Nigga, I was gone 10 years. So coming home for the holidays and maybe like, depending on the year, maybe MSU homecoming, I might pop up. Somebody getting married, I might pop up. But it really was only... Hey, I'm pulling up for a couple times a year. Now let's just say you going for ten years. You come home every every yeah. Christmas. Yeah. If a nigga told you you only gonna see your mama ten more times, yeah. or sister, yeah. brother, um, whatever, yeah. Yeah. it's like, yo, that is kind of wild. Yeah, like Man. yeah, you only got it's eight more times. It's definitely a wild perspective, but I always think like like even right like when I was younger, our tradition was everybody. My fam in Texas, Virginia, Atlanta, Detroit, everybody. We went to my grandma's house in Alabama. My grandma's house was a very small three-bedroom crib, and we stuffed 40 motherfuckers in that bitch Thanks. every Christmas. When we was when Christmas breakfast at, at my crib on Dre Road, yeah. as of an adult now, I have no idea how we fit so many motherfuckers in there. Bro, it's funny. Before my grandma passed, when we would go see her... Um, It'll be me, my parents, and like maybe my aunt from Atlanta might drive up. I'm like, all right, there's five of us in here with my grandma. It feel too small now, nigga. How the fuck were we 37 deep? And I was like, last Christmas, I hosted Christmas breakfast at my house. There's 24 people in my house. Yeah. Not including me. Yeah. How do we get that many people Come in on, my, dog. in a, in a, a technically, Two bedroom bungalow. Yeah. But uh, it got turned into a four bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like, yo, this house, I looked it up on Zillow, nigga. That house is 980 square feet. Man. 950 square feet. Yeah. Uh, like, I have no idea how we got 30 people in. Bro, it. I it, I used to look like I was stand in my grandma's living room as an adult. And I would look and I'd be like, we used to have a Christmas tree right there. These couches and chairs have been here for 40 years. How the fuck did we add 20 kids to that and we all slept in the living room on Christmas Eve? 
It's how? In, like when I look at the square footage of the house yeah. I grew up in. Let me bring that shit up now. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? It's amazing, dog. Like, we was making mountains out of molehills, nigga, and I don't know how. I am unaware of how that shit was happening, bro. It was like having a ball. Like, niggas wasn't complaining about it being tight. Everybody was bathing every day. Like, nigga, my grandma's water was not that hot after about four showers, nigga. 972 square feet. Crib you grew up in? Yeah. Let me see. This ain't where we used to spend Christmas, but a lot of us lived there at one point. Um, so I am finna look this up real quick. Cause now you got me interested, nigga. One elf, Alright. So the crib I grew up in over on Sorrento, 1,346 square feet. Yep. And how's that though? I'm bringing it up randomly. It's 963 square feet. And they still ain't fixed this damn driveway. Mm-hmm. They still ain't fixed these windows when my brother had a shootout. <laughs> <laughs> I see a bullet hole in the window still. I wonder if they fixed the garage. Uh, rest in peace to my Aunt Carolyn. Um, her and my cousin Karen came home and was going into the garage on Sorrento. And I still don't know to this day what happened, but apparently... One of them mistook the fucking brakes for the gas and gunned that bitch straight through the garage into the alley, dog. And we just had this gigantic two holes in the fucking garage, nigga. You know what's so crazy? Because this bitch is up on Google Maps now. Uh, You see these two trees? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, I... Help my father plant these trees. Wow. Like that's wow. a that's a that's a certified tree though. Yeah. That's not like a bush. That's crazy. I do want to go back and buy this house. I don't want to live in it, but I just want it. Yeah. I, I definitely want our house on Sorrento back. Um also want my house uh on Myers right in front of Northwest Activity Center back. But is what it is, man. Like you said, I don't want to live over there. They'd be doing a lot of robbing over in that area, but I would gladly go get the crib back and just, you know, own that motherfucker, rent it out, and just make sure that at the end of the day, it's still in the family, man. Man, I would just paint that bitch, make that bitch look exactly like it did when I used to live there and not do nothing with it. Yeah, because, like, a lot of our crib on Sorrento, for instance, after my Aunt Gloria died, um, it went to my my grandma, and my grandma lived in Birmingham, so she was just like, Whoever want to litter could litter. Just pay me the property taxes because, you know, the house been paid off, but pay the property taxes. You good. And I'm like, that came in handy for so many of my family members who was transitioning, whether they got divorced or whether they just moved back to Michigan. It was like to know that you was going to be able to live in a crib and just pay this, you know, property tax a few hundred a month versus having to go get an apartment. You had a whole 1,300 square foot house that was remodeled, ready to go. It was just dope, man. And when we sold it, I, I really didn't think about it till way later. Like, damn, I should have kept that property in our family, dog. So don't sell grandma's house. Oh no, my grandma's house. I don't, I don't think nobody in Hooper City coming to buy that motherfucker, dog. That bitch gonna sit on that land forever, and it's gonna be in the fam forever. It's the house been paid off 200 years, bro. All right, um, man. We got even more. No, oh, man. Last one. Last but certainly not least, the homie Will from Dayton, man. And we ain't heard from my dog in a minute. He said, "This is my voice note from last week." I don't know if my email came through, but I appreciate y'all. So let me play this. Will from Dayton. Um. Oh, nigga. Wait a minute. Hold up. There we go. 
clicked the wrong link. I was like, well, nigga, you always sending in a bad voice. No, but I got you, bro. Here we go. Summer fall, but I rise, thug or die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill. I'm wondering why. It's a dirty game. Is any man worthy of fame? Much success to you, even if you wish me the opposite. Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is. What's up, fellas? It's your boy, Will, man. I had to come and tap in with y'all. I ain't fuck with y'all in a minute. I've been listening, though, and I heard all the, the reviews. I done got the Intergalactica. That joint was nice. I had a great review about that, man. It's just too far back. I don't want to dive into it too hard. Let me get to some shit I hadn't... Um Oh yeah, Wakanda Forever review. I love that joint. It was funny that my nigga, my nigga Ant didn't like Namor's face. He was on some stepbrother <laughs> shit. And my nigga Ant said, "I don't believe this nigga when he say some menacing shit because of that nigga's look." That shit was comedy, but it was a great movie though. You know, it probably wasn't as good as the first one. They had to do a lot to redo and reshoot. Y'all, y'all already talked it. I don't even got to dive into that. That was a grip of go to, but I love that joint. Shout out to Nas for listening to y'all review the 10 year anniversary of Good Kid Mass City. Cause of course he tried to outdo it once he heard y'all shit. And that shit was great. Nas, that shit was great. I'm just highlighting how great Nas' shit was. Cause it was great. Good Kid Mass City, like y'all said, that shit is, on his own, just a masterpiece, especially your first joint out there. Uh, you know, first album at the gate, West Coast Illmatic style. We, we get it. That shit was lovely. Um, what else did I want to uh, discuss? Damn, fellas, y'all, y'all discussed a lot. I can't even really keep up with all the shit. I like the Drop Squad joint. Y'all had some poignance on that. I hadn't seen the Drop Squad in so long. I ain't even watch it, but y'all review made me want to go watch it. Like, damn, was all that kind of crazy shit going on in there? I also want to touch on the primetime shit. Y'all had a great discussion on Dion. The thing about the Dion, man, I be I think part of it is social media because everybody now can put out their opinion. And now, back in the day when we was growing up, we have a dumbass opinion. We say it to around our boys or whatever. Our mamas, they tell us either not to think of that dumb shit or you couldn't affect nobody with that shit. Nowadays, you post some shit. You get a couple likes or something, nigga, or somebody agree with that dumb shit. Now you got people believing your dumb shit, which emboldens you to think your dumb shit is right. And, you know, you just saying shit. Just people want to say shit. They don't even know the situation, the information. They don't know none of that. Motherfuckers just want to put their opinion on shit because they feel like their opinion is strong now because, you know, people agree with them. People love motherfuckers to agree with them. But another thing, man, it's this black leadership complex niggas got, man. We will place fucking mountains on people's shoulders to mm. do some shit for like the whole black race. And I get, I know that shit probably come from the MLK day, the civil rights move. I get why we got that shit, but niggas need to let that shit go. Mm. We don't need that capper mix shit was like that. Motherfuckers are mad at cap for, you know, expecting certain niggas. We need to let the black leadership go. We need black leadership. But a black lead, like a black leader, we looking up to one motherfucker that's going to take us out to, you know, putting all that pressure on motherfuckers. That shit. Come on, fellas. We we getting out of control, man. The nigga took a my better my, job. My dog. That's all he did. We we got to start with this, man. We we just we hurting everybody. Mm. Oh, one more thing, fellas. Sorry for going so long. I came out of the graduating class or the draft class, rather, of uh, 2021. With this week in culture, I think it was the BMF mm-hmm. season. That's when I got hip to y'all, cause I remember I got hip to y'all from the, what was that, uh, Treasy and the one yep. shorty. Yep. I did the, the one podcast joint. I got hip to y'all through them. So I came out that 2021. 
That was last year, I believe. Shout out to Graham I think that's D. Scott because Ann said I was out early in the 2022s, but I, I've been. I was around, you know, at the uh, mid 2021 at the end. And shout out to AJ. He came like right after me, a little bit after, maybe early 22. And shout out to D. Scott. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the shorty out there in the West Coast too, man. She left a voicemail a while back, man. It was it was poignant. I wanted to uh, weigh in on it, but. You know, I forgot about it, Tom. But y'all mentioned her. She, Shorty, sure, I think she married out there, West Coast. She had a good ass voicemail last time I listened. But anyway, man, shout out to y'all, cats. Sorry for going too long. I'm out. Yo, man, I love this fucking pod, dog. Hey, hey, Don, man. Shout out to you for leaving the greatest voice note ever on a show. I'll never forget that shit because she hit every checkpoint that we was going to talk about on that episode of Snow. She tried her hand in podcasting. No, she did did well. She did a little little pod. She did well. Um, Shout out to Grams of Snow, man, uh, speaking of that, because... Through their Snowfall podcast, we also gained some listeners like yeah. Will from Dayton, man. Um, so yeah, always appreciate it, man. I, I think his birthday was last yeah, week. Yeah, it was. Summer. Happy yeah. birthday, Treasure. I, I told him on the gram, but definitely tell him here. I, I hope he, uh, he's still rocking with us and still listening. Happy birthday, Treasy, man. Um, best man holiday, dog. Yeah. Will appreciate you popping back in too. And glad to hear that even without lo- leaving the voice notes. You still been rocking with the pod, man. I always love that dog. Yeah, again, so wild. Somebody asked me about the, uh, you know, we still got the the plaque up. There. Yeah, yeah. Somebody asked me about the plaque on um on Sunday, and was like, "Yo, what what's this?" Yeah, and I explained it to him or whatever. So shout out to you for that. Fam. Yeah, man. Will you you gave niggas one of the greatest gifts in history, dog? I just want to put that out there, bro. Um, best man holiday, man. Follow up to to best man. Uh, what two thousand ninety nine. The first Best Man came out. Best Man Holiday dropped 15 years later, man. 15 years later. So that was 98 then because uh, mm-hmm. I know it was a 15-year gap. Yeah, 98 to 2013. Yeah, and we um we picked back up with the same crew. They kept the continuity was there. It was fucking, okay, so nearly 15 years later. So, yeah, 99 to 2013. Um, It dropped just before Thanksgiving. Of 2013 I remember uh, Being at the theater I was on uh, One of the worst First dates In history Cause this motherfucker Was It was a screening And she was 93,000 minutes late Nigga So When she told me She'd be late I'm like Look nigga I'm about to go in You know what I'm saying It's a screening I gotta get seats And I'm holding the seat For a packed theater She finally gets there I go out to grab her Cause she needed her pass to get in. And at the time I ain't, I ain't had time to email her and Hey, what's your email? I was just like, let me run out here real quick. I go out there, get her. She for real 30 minutes late to the movie. So we didn't previews that went by all that. She'd have missed a half hour of the movie, bro. First date with this girl. So I did not know her laugh was one of the worst things I ever heard in my life. Nigga, her laugh sounded like, Somebody was dying over and over again. And she was laughing at the randomest shit in this movie. And I was just like, yo, I want you to leave now. I ain't even want to sit by her, dog. My girl's always late. Oh my gosh. Girl, why you never ready? For as long as you took, you better look like Halle Berry. And they never look like Halle Berry. Beyonce. <laughs> well, then we get married, nigga. <laughs> um, girls don't respect people time. I've just concluded that. Now, now I don't know because I only date women. Yeah. yeah. Uh they if just niggas are perennially late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
all the women I've, well, a, a, a good majority. I won't say all, cause somebody could be like, nigga, you was talking shit about me. No. Yeah. About yeah. But uh, why is that a thing? Yeah. I, I, and some people I think it. it's cute. And so here's where I got jaded, right? My mom is the only person more prompt than me. So I didn't realize this was really a thing because my mom, if she tell you she going to be somewhere at six, that nigga's there at five thirty, like ready to go. Like she wanted him. So I ain't know. And this girl was late in a motherfucker to the movie. Then she had an ugly cry when Mia died. It was just a bad experience all the way around. Then we went out to eat after. Well, no, we got drinks. Pardon me. That was even worse. I, I was just ready to go home. I never seen that motherfucker again a day in my life. But all that to say, I didn't love the best man holiday the first time I seen it, bro. Now, I know I ain't have a great experience personally, but as a uh, name tag brought up, I hated that they killed Mia. Why? Because it just, that's a, that's an easy direction to go, but. She's the least most interesting character on there. Nigga, she the reason that is beef. Because she, uh, listen, <laughs> she the reason, she the devil. Oh, she not great. But there's literally no person in this movie. With they her should not probably. have, this movie would not exist without them killing her off. Because why would y'all ever be together again? Oh. The movie would be trash. point. All she needed was cancer. She have to die. She could, yeah, she can die. Yeah, but here's the reason why she don't need to die. Why not? Because nigga, people die every day. Now y'all done came back eleven years later. I'm not missing. And a, she on the red carpet with Lisa Ray, my nigga, looking crazy. Out of both these movies, she had thirteen lines. Out of two whole movies, we don't need her character. What's she doing? Oh, it ain't about a need. Keep the ensemble together if you plan to continue this shit. I don't need Because now Lance don't have no purpose. That nigga's the least interesting nigga here. No, he's going to marry the girl that she told uh, her friend not to marry. That nigga's so uninteresting to me. The the old girl with the big ass or whatever. I'm like, yeah, don't let him marry. He can get remarried, but don't let him marry her. Yeah. He's going to marry her. He better because we ain't see her. And I would like to see um, for research purposes for our pod (laughs) who Mia was referring to. Um, But no, now I don't give a fuck about Lance because my... Love of the Lance character was based around how much he loved his wife. I thought it was great. He was an asshole when he was in college, but the love that he showed his wife, especially in Best Man Holiday, because season or the first movie we learned he was still kind of dickish leading up to the marriage. But in Best Man Holiday, oh, I don't know how was, much he loved his wife because. I'm glad that she got to the end of it before she died. She was like, my nigga, all that anger that you got at him is really at me. Yeah. You yeah. mad at me this whole time. No, you yeah. been, I love you. I love you. Love you. No, nigga, you've been angry at me yeah. this whole fucking time. You not being right. You not being real with me. Yeah. You yeah. know you mad at me. Yeah. And been mad for 11 years. Yeah. Or no, 15 at that time. Um, But now, so here we are nearly 15 years later. Everybody had a different place in their career, right? Lance is about to retire. He finna break Walter Payton record for the Giants and all this shit. Cool. We give him that. Um, Harper had a spark when he started. The book from the first movie popped. He Apparently, be- like, another one did, but the third one was like, nah. It, well, they said the second one was okay. But that third one couldn't nobody. They weren't even picking his shit up. Two of them shits was due. <laughs> Another was nah. Um, he had a job at NYU. He got fired from. He just not popping right now. And then they, his editor like, yo, 
You need another one <laughs> of that first book, yeah, nigga. This nigga had the bar of all bars. Not black people funny. This nigga said, <laughs> yo, people are excited for 140 characters. Not, not 140, 140 characters, characters, nigga. Oh, like, yo. You doing too much, blood. Yo. Like, relax a little, nigga. He would not fucking relax. So he told him, yo, you need to do your man Lance's autobiography. Or which one is right? Biography or biography. Auto? Yeah, yeah. Do his biography because auto is you. Um, you need to do your man Lance's biography, dog. Except when it comes to Malcolm X, because he did not. The autobiography write it. of Malcolm X like is him, literally that, written by uh, Alex motherfucking okay. Or somebody else. Also that. And uh, his Alex Haley name attached to it. Yeah. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's the biography of Malcolm X. Yeah. Because those are not his words about yeah. himself. I I it's literally the only book that's wrong and nobody's ever corrected it. We all just bought it. Fuck it, we out here. Because it was some, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Y'all um, know I love that man, and it was some lies in that book. But we um we get Harper editor telling him, yo, you need to go do your man Lance biography. That'll get you back popping. That nigga Harper ain't really talked to Lance like that. He not fucking with niggas. He doing the same shit he did in the first one where he being secretive about his situation. He ain't telling Sanat Lathan that I got fired from NYU and I ain't really got shit popping. And if my next book don't jump, we ain't doing well, nigga. Like we But this is different though. The first one was I got a fire book. Everybody fuck with me. It's just about y'all. <laughs> and I don't think you really read like that because you a dumb jock and you surprised me that you actually read it. Like you know, I got in the first one. Was he so convinced that if Jordan didn't give them niggas her advanced copy and the book came out like it was supposed to, that shit would have been OK. Because he kept stressing that in the first one, like because I'm not physically here, nigga, I will fly to beat you. I'm a rich football player, bro, who travels for work. I will come beat your ass wherever the fuck you live. nigga. Like you fuck my wife. When I figured that out, it's a wrap, bro. Yeah, your wife fucked me. <sighs> Mia was easily the villain in fucking uh, movie one, movie two. We I, just was we cared. It was kind of Harperish. When I watched this second movie, when I watched it the second time, yeah, I wasn't as emotional as I watched it for the first time because I feel like y'all played up the cancer shit, right? Mm -hmm. Made her sickly, so by default we care because we care about cancer. But like her, her character was not dynamic. It wasn't nothing special. Um, without this, like, what this movie don't need to exist. It, there was no reason for a follow up. Because what a, if what would be the the dynamic again? She can have cancer. All the literally the entire movie could happen, and she'll need to die at the end for that overacted ass cry at the fucking funeral. I'm not impacted by her dying. I wasn't impacted then. I ain't give a fuck in 2013. And it's not like I'm crying for, like, I need, me and these more roles. Like, I mean, she died, she died. <laughs> I ain't give a fuck in 2013. I just think, in general, I could give you a list of movies where it's an unnecessary death. Like, why did you do that, bro? I think she, so, I want, I, one thing that I was surprised at, I thought that after she died, that he was going to leave that guy shit alone. He did not. He doubled mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is really you. Yeah. Because it initially looked like you got into this for her. Yeah. And she not here no more. Yeah. And you and she still Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um Jordan is thriving. She thriving. I didn't love 
that they had her with the white man. Just, you know, y'all trying to keep it spicy. I see what's going on. Um, but he was actually cool, though. Uh, nigga loved her, which was cool. He tried to get... It's very intimidating, white, black, or other. If you in a relationship with somebody and your first time meeting their friends is like a weekend away. That's rough. Because that could go wrong, nigga. You don't have to like their friends and they don't have to like you. They might not let you in. I know some friend groups like that who are real stingy about the people they fuck with and they spouses or they mate. It could have got weird for white dog. Yeah, I be understanding that shit. That shit kind of weak, though. Oh, I think it's weak as fuck. Like, don't. Be mean to me because I'm dating y'all homegirl, nigga. Because then what it's going to make me think is which one of y'all niggas fuck. Also, you, I know you think you know your homegirl, but she different around me. Come on, 100%. And oh. she probably, well, however she around me, it's probably how she been with all the niggas she been fucking with. But she put a different, like, listen, I understand that people can be friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. You don't know your friend. In an intimate setting, how they are with they women. They know you better. Like, my girl may know me better than you. That's why I always say. Or your wife know you better than me. That's why I always say, like, I hate when when girls be like, they homegirl too good for a nigga. Or they homegirl, it don't make sense why she's single because she's such a great girl. Or even if, like, they trying to hook you up with they homegirl and they be like, Oh, I got a girl. She great. She did. You don't know how she is when she dating, bro. I feel it. I've, I'm on that same level, but it's like, why she always with him? She don't hang out with us no more because yeah. it's it's the it's shit great. over here. Y'all don't provide what the nigga or if it's reversed, the girl provides. Like the reason she not hanging around with you no more because it's funner with me. It's and not only that, you ain't throwing a dick. Or vice versa. Yo, the nigga don't come around. He got him a new girl. Nigga, I'm not fucking y'all. Like, I'll see you when I see you, bro. Like, it's and it's weird, right? It's kind of to that point you was making um, about seeing your family around the holidays. Adult friendships get real difficult. As you age, as you start relationships, start families, get different career opportunities, maybe move into a different area, out of state, further in state, Moving whatever the fuck. The country. Come on, man. Like that's nigga, I remember when I was in Atlanta, my one of my best friends was down there with me for a while. And then he got a job back here in Detroit. And so when he moved back, I'm on the gram and all I'm seeing is my whole friend group hanging every night. I hated that shit. So I'm like, nigga, I'm, yeah, I still got friends in Atlanta, but I'm like, my dog dogs, I had one who was here. Yeah. Now all the niggas back in the city. And I was like, yo, nigga, this, this affected me more than I thought it would have if that happened. Cause I was just like, damn, nigga, like all the people I'm hanging out with down here now, it's like they cool, but like reasons and seasons, right? Like, nigga, you a good nigga to go to the bar with, but I ain't finna sit down and talk about life with you, bro. Like you a cool girl to hit this one party with because you know the niggas at the door. You get shit popped. But, nigga, I can't invite you to my home, bro. Like, that's just, it's not what a nigga be on, dog. And with they friend group, because they were so fucking close, to see them all kind of separately doing their thing, it's like, damn. But What's so funny is, it's the niggas that's close. Y'all just the wives. Come on. Come on. Now, Harper well, and Mia is different. 
But Harper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harper and me is different, and then um, Jordan and me are different because they was sorority. Jordan, Mia, and uh, Merch ex-wife was all sorority sisters. So they got a little different relationship. But Merch current girl, she ain't. She was a stripper y'all met at the end of the last joint. Yeah. She ain't close like that. Harper wife, so now Lathan cared. She ain't close with y'all like that. Y'all just met her at the wedding. You ever uh, met people with your mate? So, you know, you and your girl go somewhere and then her friends... Uh, mates or boyfriends, whatever. Then y'all be in this side, and y'all cool, and then like y'all break up, and then you still be cool with them. <laughs> like, like it's not a whole bunch of people like that, but it's I definitely got friends that like I met y'all through a girl that was friends with y'all wives and shit, and yeah. we don't rock together. But I'm out of town, and I'm hey. still at your house. <laughs> like I said, shout out to my dog D Rick. His, you know what I'm saying, old situation. It's one of my closest friends, dog. Love her to death. That's how I know my boy. They've been through. God bless them. They still raising their daughter. Cool. D Rick's still my man, though. <laughs> like, she be getting. <laughs> I ain't going to even go there, dog. But she, I'll just say she ain't a fan of when I repost my nigga music. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's my nigga, dog. What you want? D Rick was cool as shit. Don't introduce me to cool niggas. I'm sorry. Yo, a lot of my homeboys, women they've dated who they ain't fucking with no more. I'll be like, yo, she was really fun. <laughs> like, I'll be like, yo, if a girl, if a nigga called my girl fun, we, <laughs> we got to screw up. <laughs> uh, like, we had a ball with her. She was good at game we, night. She, she was fun. We had a ball with her. <laughs> Come on, nigga. I'm like, yeah, we got to up. Like, shit. I'm like, I know you ain't with her no more, but I feel like her and Shorty would get along. Like, you mind? If, maybe I'll hook her up with one of Shorty homeboys, and then we all just, never mind. You know what? You right. You right. Um, So, Mia... Knowing that she got cancer, nobody else knows but Lance. She want to bring everybody together for Christmas because she know it's probably my last holiday. I ain't got another couple weeks to do this. So she's been sending invites out since Thanksgiving for them to come to her and Lance crib for Christmas. Harper wasn't going to go. He ain't replied to nothing until he need Lance to let him write that biography. Now the nigga is open to the idea, right? Meanwhile, his girl pregnant and she like, sure, nigga, I think it'll be fun. She don't know he trying to go down there and write a book. She don't know he lost his job. She don't know shit. But guess what? If I need to write a book on one of my men to save my job, I should just ask my homeboy, though, nigga, can I write a book Yo. to save my job? But he don't want to be that vulnerable. Ain't that some shit? Well, as I only can't ask you because I fucked your wife a long time ago. I mean, because if that wasn't it, we'd have never stopped being friends and the whole night. Oh nine. no, we was besties, nigga. We was outside. And then you found out I fucked your. Huh, all right, that's not forgivable for me. It's not. Because it ain't just that you hit my girl, who later became my fiance, who later became my wife. It's that you hit. Y'all two kept it a fucking secret from the earth, and then you wrote a book about it. What's well, not forgivable? I gotta beat your ass. What's well, not forgivable? It's one I understand it. Yeah, right. Because he kind of like me off rip. Yeah, and and then Lance swooped. Lance him. swooped her, and then he was still playing and fucking around with yeah. her, and he was the friend seeing her hurt all the time because they boom, worked boom. together at the little newspaper yeah. shit in college. Yeah, 
Which is why I think it's her fault more than his. Because mm. you knew that nigga liked you. Facts. You chose up. Facts. Got the football player. Come on. Got taken advantage of. Mm. And then what she said in this movie was, I knew what I was doing. I could have did that with anybody. I chose him because I knew it would hurt you. Yeah. You fucked that nigga best friend on purpose. Really intentional. That's some really evil shit. And I mean, he wasn't close to a nigga. You don't like, get a nigga back like that. Hey, man, Terrence Howard told him niggas. Karma I knew what I was doing was whack. Karma don't come back that strong, L, baby. Like, nigga, you fucked my man. There's no penance for this, bro. I can't forgive this from either of y'all, dog. And I mean, Lance had the right idea after he beat Tay Diggs up the first time. The motherfucking wedding is off. How can I trust you? Nigga. Not because you didn't you did that thing while we was a kids, but you've been lying to me this whole time. Well, what can else can you keep from me? Man, while I'm sitting up here at the engagement party thanking this nigga Harper. This nigga about the toast? He's such a good friend. He's such a I'm sending him all this love because nigga, you so good to me and my wife. And if it wasn't for you, I would have fucking lost her a long time ago. Nigga. Who knew that the secret to you being a, a a fucking mutual friend to me and her was that you fucked her? And that's how she dealt with my bullshit for all these years. Because, like, it's not lost on me, but in college, you're still a kid. 100%. You one, two, three, and at the tops, four years out of high school. Yeah. So y'all still children. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like. You don't have great morals, nigga. Yeah, and like you get into situations where you don't know how to handle and you reacting on emotion. But like as adults and as we move into our, our adulthood life, yo, this is a secret, my nigga. Y'all got to take to the grave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't well, don't Mia, write it in the book. <laughs> Mia would have if this nigga didn't write the fucking book. Fam. But she said, I did this to both of y'all. Like, I took him from you by doing my actions. Y'all was best friends. Yeah. You're going to need him after I'm gone, but you so mad at him. Yeah. And it's my fault. Because I, so like all the hate, that's the lack a of a better word. Way to frame that, though. Because like you really put, and I, I get what she was saying. She was not lying. You will need a nigga who, at the end of the day, y'all niggas love each other and y'all relationship got fucked up because of some shit I did back in the day. But after I die, which is happening, I am terminally ill. You going to need him to lean on. Like, you don't need a friend. You need, need him. 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 And then she t- after she said that, I did it on purpose. Yeah. Mm. Like, I took him from you. You think you should have killed her right there? <laughs> Pillow style. Suicide. Pillow style. But he like, yeah, I did it on purpose because I knew it would hurt you. Yeah. That's yeah. some evil shit. That's fucked up. It's fucked up too because to have this gathering for the holidays, right? And we invite this group of friends to come spend this time with us and they're unaware of why they really here. That allows for the other nonsense that was happening to happen because they don't know there's a bigger reason that y'all are here. This bitch love keeping secrets. Come on, man. Come on, man. We got. And she keeps secrets better than Harper. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, bro. Um, Merch then found out his wife, 
who has turned her life around, who then helped him develop his uh, charter school, and they out here getting money, but then he find out he lost a $2 million donation because somebody seen a YouTube video of her sucking dick or going in the room to suck some dick for a couple dollars when she was a stripper. But then I'm like, Merch, you married a stripper. I ain't know I made it a hoe. Because they not one of the same, right? Um, you ain't got to be a hoe to be a stripper. That is not exclusive. Um, but And she said, I only did it one time. I only sucked the dick one time. I caught, I caught something this time that I don't think I caught the very first time I saw this. When he was talking to the donor... And he was like, your your wife is Candace, whatever her last name was. Where'd you meet again? And no, no, no. He said, Merch said, oh, well, it's actually Candace, whatever. She kept her maiden name. And I said, that's how you got caught. Because you kept your name that you was before you was married to Merch. If you was damn uh, Candace Merch, nobody could have Googled you. But they Googled your old name and the motherfucking YouTube video right there. Why they do this, though? Mm. Like, I would have appreciated if he accused her and was hiding all this shit. And she was yeah. like, nigga, we didn't do nothing in that fucking room. Yeah. I'm your wife. Why wouldn't you bring this to me? And yeah. da, da, da. Y'all just made that bitch a hoe. Because she also could have easily been like, it was a private dance. Like, that's why he paid me. Nigga wanted you me think to I'm a whore? He wanted me to give him the same lap dance that I gave uh, Harper. No, he, or he asked me for such and I slapped him and walked out. Why would? Why yeah. you think I'm a whore? Yeah. Yeah, like they didn't have to make her that way. Yeah, she didn't. After have she to already cleaned up her image, y'all still made her a hoe. Fifteen years later, yeah. yeah, like y'all didn't have to do that. Yeah, I I didn't love it. I didn't love it because um, I was waiting for the twist, right? And in general, I don't like when anybody talks bad to Regina Hall. Like just Morris watch her mouth. Did you see that clip? What the fuck was he thinking? And he kept going. Yo, hold up. Nah, let me see if I can find that real quick. I just seen that on the way up here and was kind of like in shock because I didn't know what the fuck was happening, dog. Why like, is Clady Carson on Zoom? Ain't that her show? Yeah, and was why I she tripping? look so bad? Yeah, she's she sick. That, she had a cold. Like, I don't know. She might be sick. That might be why she was on Zoom. Maybe. But, but if you. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this video. Um,. Because I don't remember where I saw it, but I am really concerned at Morris Chestnut's behavior. I was like, sir, you are uh, risking the whole black Twitter shutting you the fuck down. Nigga, what is you on? Hold up. Best man. Final. All right. While we looking this up, there was a clip of the crew or the cast from best man final chapters they were on the kelly clarkson show and tay diggs randomly asked regina hall a question and like she answered it, it was funny it was out of and then for some reason morris chestnut kind of started joking a little too hard and he got to talking greasy as hell dog where is this show? This nigga said, oh, nigga, that's what, yo, but that was back when you used to be in shape. Dog. It was like, and it, I, I, and then you saw her face. She was like, wait, I'm still in shape. And he was like, no, not that you not. But you just had the abs back then. And it was like more like, please stop, bro. And then you Kelly Carson was like, my nigga, then you have a, 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 a body, body double, nigga, which was funny as hell. Cause, Cause I was back. What, what, when, when did he, what, what was the scene for the body double? And Morris says, now, why did you have a body double? 
Like what you in decent shape, bro. Like what you got? Like, in which movie bro? was it? The first or the second? Out. Because when did you have your shirt off? Or like, what was the body double? For? Maybe he had a body double in the second in some of them scenes he was actually playing. Oh, maybe. Okay. I could see that being because you ain't football. Yeah, like you, you might be in shape for real, but you don't play football for real, nigga. Yeah. Who knows if you? This like his 90th movie playing football, though. I'm gonna need him to actually know how to play if you're gonna keep being these damn roles. I can't find a clip, and I ain't gonna make y'all wait on me to find it. But just know it got awkward as shit. Look that shit up on your own time. I wasn't a fan of how Morris was talking to Regina. Like, relax, bro. Um. So we talked. Oh, and then we got merch ex-wife. Uh, hold on, cause I'm trying to get everybody name. Uh, Shelby. Mm-hmm. We got Shelby, who is super famous and super rich. She been on a reality show, Real Housewives joint. She got a book out that's moving, doing numbers, and merch gonna need some help. The fact Shelby that, got it. I don't. I believe that bitch gave that man two million dollars. Cut a check. I don't believe. Cut a check. You think that bitch bounced? I mean, I mean, not for the show. Like, why yeah. would y'all do that? Yeah. Like, that don't even make sense. Two milli. And then Quentin, Terrence Howard character, he been doing good. He got a branding company. He out here with the stars. He doing, but he still don't really have no direction in his life, though. He got his shit together from a career perspective. He tell other brands what to do. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's really not working advertising. It's really niggas that make. Was those real pictures of him with people? I'm certain they were, and I'm certain they were from actual like yeah. Terrence Howard. On Something the like, car. did they Photoshop him, or this is just his regular? I picture? think that's his regular life. Because I'm like, I 100 percent can believe he been with Quincy all them Jones, people, nigga. Yeah. Like, but it, they he do is that, but in moment. this reboot, right? Yeah, because he hasn't been in any of the promo. So let's talk a little bit about that. Terrence Howard is also one of them niggas that's extremely weird in real life, like extremely. I have just been sitting here with the quantum physics of that the metaverse nigga, and the universe. That motherfucker the, said the platonic solids. And I was like, what are you talking about, sir? But you know what's really wild? Like, not even on no bullshit. Yeah. Yo, he's on to something <laughs> with all that <laughs> shit. Like, go down a rabbit hole. But I don't know why it's com- it's weird coming from him. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that clip real quick. Because that was one of the motherfucking weirdest... Like what? And that nigga said, "I want to develop a new hydrogen technology for Uganda," and I'm not mad at that. But what? Oh, here it go. Hold on. Terrence Howard here. You made huge headlines when you said after you complete these 15 episodes of Empire, you got to walk away for a while or forever. For good. I'm. I'm I mean, everyone keeps trying to tell me, "Don't say it's forever." But I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips? When I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world. That, that's a big remark. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? 
hardest Well, let part. me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's It's the thing that holds us all together. Man, listen, okay, uh, listen. Uh, I made him whose man's this when he did this. Dog. But that's one of my favorite things that ever happened. But listen though, I'm not bullshit. <laughs> Go down the rabbit hole. Dog. What he was saying is true. That was at the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, but what it's a big statement. Dog. What does that what mean? Did you say to that, nigga, like that's a very big statement. Pause. Well, y'all go to YouTube and type in Nassim Haramon. It's an eight-hour lecture on that. Here's the thing. I would go on YouTube and type Terrence Howard lecture. You know, they have, lecture, nigga. they have blocked Nassim Haramon um, for Wikipedia. You cannot access his page. You cannot enter mm. information in there. He is a really smart guy. Mm. And they are afraid of him that you cannot tell people who he is on you that's funny <laughs> on the internet that is funny, but um, I got the video on my phone. It's been on my phone for ten years because I know I'm never gonna be able to see this video again if it comes off my phone facts all right, so anyway, Mia invites everybody to come to the crib for Christmas. everybody gets down there, and it's shit from rip right um. The awkwardness between Lance and what the fuck is Morris Chestnut name? Uh, or oh, hold up, he Lance, yeah, Lance, and Harper. Lance. Lance and Harper. Um, it's evident soon as they get there, right? They get there. Harper and Robin talking to the kids, talking to Mia. I'm confused because y'all got over it, right? They got married, right? Y'all used to hang out and they used to come down for fo football games. But now y'all beefing again and yeah. you're mad at it. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. You came to my house. My wife here. Y'all finna fuck? I don't know. I'm never getting over it. So I don't, I feel like anytime you see him and her together, bam, you right back. And I were, nigga, I was scarred by the images when he had them flashes in that motherfucking wedding as a child. In 1999, I was scarred because I was sitting there like, yo, it ain't no way. <laughs> like, it's no way, nigga. Ain't no way, my boy. Bro, I'm thinking of my wife biting the sheets. No. Are you crazy? You niggas would have been unalived early. I'm still trying to figure out after he said the motherfucking wedding is off why he went to the church. Oh, I just came here to tell everybody the wedding. But everybody be like, yo, don't take it. That's the beauty. That's the girl that's the best. That girl, that motherfucker evil. Man. And you rich as fuck right now. Of Man. course she's going to be nice. Man. You the star athlete at the school. Of course she's going to play. Man. Come on, bro. And don't tell me she don't got the, that, that, that dog in her. Yeah. Because we know she got that dog in her. And then we know Harper was like, come on, Slim. Fuck your man. I ain't worried about him. <laughs> like, nigga. What? Why Harper was so horny that night? I mean, he he been in love. He was he he really liked her, but he wouldn't fuck Jordan. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like nigga in college, 
And as an adult, he never fucked. But I'm saying, but in college, that's why he was like he he liked her. But in college, he liked Jordan too, and they had a one little moment, and the nigga never went back. Like, damn, you went really like you went through with fucking your man girl, but you wouldn't go through with fucking Neil Long. Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Like, come on, nigga, Remy my voice. Um, as everybody starts getting to the crib. I started to realize that maybe Robin, Sanaa Lathan, she might be the only character in here who ain't full of shit. Like, she just nice, she normal, she regular, she don't got no crazy background. I know her career shit was kind of up and down and shit, but hey, some people be like that. They trying to find themselves, figure their life out. She's made her way as a chef. It ain't bringing in the big bucks, but she a good wife, dog. All the rest of the people here are full of shit. Merch full of shit. Everybody keeping secrets. Uh, Terrence Howard character. He didn't fuck merch ex-wife the night of the wedding on the last shit. Now he flirting with her. Like, damn, I know that's my old wife. But like, nigga, didn't you see what this can do? Like, hitting the old work. You ain't see how problematic this could be, bro? Like. Uh, I think he get a pass on that one. Because they was happy about that. <sighs> uh, but that's merch being a bitch. You're not um, finna be my man and fuck my wife and then, cause fucking her the night of the wedding, alright, maybe I was drunk, whatever, wilding out, I don't know, whatever. But he took the stripper. Like, I don't care about you no more. No, no, no. But you still my ex-wife. Not my ex-girlfriend. My ex-wife. We was married. And then when we come to Lance's crib, cause I get it, mutual And they was married? They was married. Cause he told her when he walked up on the steps, Shelby, I want a divorce. Mm, yeah. Come on. And now you flirting with her while we at Lance Crib? Terrence, how'd I beat your ass, bro? Because you already was talking to me crazy in part one. And I don't love the energy, dog. But they get down there. They celebrating Christmas. The movie is really about Harper trying to get Lance back, like, on his good side, nigga. So, so he can actually ask him. So I can ask you. But Jordan fucked it up and made up a, a fucking fake... Uh, Cover. She made a whole mock-up of the book. Yeah, and this so happened to be the same three words that he yeah. said. Yeah, they never God, really family football. They never really explained that part out. Yeah, like did I go back and tell you that? Yeah, when would you? When would I have told you that? He might have because he went to her when he was talking about the idea of going and maybe writing a book. But that was before they was there. Yeah, that conversation happened I'm while they were there. It might have been like some off-screen shit because clearly Jordan is the only person. He has talked to about what his real motive is to be there. But like we here at their house. Facts. Where you get a printer from? Like, who, like, how'd you do this mock up? Like, oh, no, I was on the iPad. You remember she gave my iPad for Christmas. He and she thought or he thought she was showing him the iPad, like her iPad and shit. She was like, yeah, I had some guys at work mock it up. Da, da, da. And then he was like, man, this is great. Can you email it to me? And she was like, actually, you could keep it. It's an early Christmas gift. But then she like you like deleted blah blah blah. So like, how the fuck is that? Just they got in the car and your iPad is on. Yeah, I didn't to that love screen. Because I thought I, I thought it was a, a, a fake book. So I'm like, soon as I uh, turn my iPad on for the first time out the box, it got it the made time me put on. Put a pad code in it. It's, it got the time on. You can't just pick up an iPad and just be in it in photos already. Like where the icon? I thought it was a. I didn't. I never realized that was an iPad. Yeah, yeah. I um. I remember because I ain't. I don't think I realized she gave it to him as a gift with the shit on it, the fucking mock up. But let's talk about how. 
shit started to go down, right? Um, so first, merch in keeping this secret, instead of just talking to your wife and saying, hey, babe, I know I told you that we lost that $2 million donor. I got to ask you. I got to tell you why we lost them first. Because this ain't merch. You're not in trouble if you say, hey, the donor came to me and said that he saw a video of you. And he didn't feel comfortable continuing to donate to the school. I wanted to talk to you because, you know, if it, if it's something. You having that conversation with your wife while y'all about to go out of town, hang out with all your friends? Or you going to wait till you get back? If I'm not, I'm not going to be weird. That nigga wouldn't let her give him no dome because he couldn't stop imagining her sucking up the, the nigga dick on the video. I, like, thought, bro. I thought he couldn't do that because old girls was a lot better. And she just said, well, he has said that. And they had to basically, yeah. and it was like, well, if hers is better and there's no comparison, has old girl really, yeah. really did the thing. And he was like, I mean, yeah. But then you remember when she was trying to get him right, that nigga said, is that what you say to all your clients? And it was like, oh, merch, you went about this all wrong, buddy. Definitely. You fucked up. Like now you done disrespected your lady, dog. What you say to me? And she goes to fuck off. Then she gets into a physical fight with his ex-wife and now they scrapping, which is wild, bro. Um, Cause why y'all scrapping in front of all these kids? Like in somebody's house, y'all 40 as hell. Nigga, like everybody calm down. So they get to scrapping uh, Regina Hall, Candy. She leaves, which is wild because where are you going with our daughters and we out of town? <laughs> like, if you ain't fly back home, what's going on, nigga? Like, what the fuck just happened? Then, as Harper and Lance, they starting to get close again. It's happening. Harper little nosy ass walking around the crib in the middle of the night and walk past the room and seen Mia in there coughing up blood. Now she got to tell him what's going on. She tell him she's sick, ask him to keep it a secret. What's crazy is if that wouldn't happen, she was just going to die two days later with nobody know, like out the yeah, blue. Yeah. She was just going to die. In the, in the, like <laughs> What's even crazy is her asking him to keep it a secret. <laughs> nigga, I wrote a book last time something happened with you. Like, nigga. But he was doing his best to keep it a secret till they went to Lance's football practice. And then she fell down putting up Christmas trees. She couldn't braid her daughter hair or put in a little pigtail. Fell down putting the ornament on the tree. They called uh, or text Harper like, hey, something going on with Mia. Y'all need to get back here. And then he let Lance finish practice, but he told the bros, he told Merch, he told Terrence Howard, and now everybody know. So now the trip, and this is when the movie got a little somber. It had been like still like some feel-good shit, funny moments, some dramatic moments, but from this point, I felt like the tone of the movie was just down. Like, I didn't love it, um, but now everybody know, me and family on the way there, they all trying to spend Christmas together. Lance got a game on Christmas Day. And this is the game he's supposed to break this fucking uh, touchdown record. It's pressure on him. I thought these uh, 
these scenes, that last scene where he just kept running. I thought that shit was the ass. Fucking, that shit on, was man. ass. Come on, man. Three people. They'd have called you down already. Do the fucking Coach Carter and show me y'all losing, even though I wanted y'all to win. Like, I don't need him to get this record this bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's you thought of me and now you got the strength of 10 men and shit and you can push five football players into the end zone. Like, no, bro. I'm not with it. Um, But that said, before all that happened, they were at a volunteer event. At the shelter, they was feeding the homeless, doing their thing, passing out gifts, and that's when Lance found the damn iPad. So he see the shit, and now he think, oh, Harper, back on his opportunist shit. Which he wasn't necessarily trying to do that shit. I didn't make this, like, it looks like I developed this whole thing to come out here. It, it, I entertained it. Yeah. It crossed my mind. I needed I asked- Harper to be 100 and say, Man, Jordan mocked us up when I told her something that I would have liked to do. Like, with you retiring and all that. I don't like I how he keeps bitching up and dropping down to his knees. Like, oh, this nigga would beat me up. Like, damn, be a man. Bro, I ain't make this shit. Jordan did. Snitch, you ain't fucking Jordan. She here with the white boy. You here with your wife. She made this shit. I made mention that I love to write your biography because like, you look, my nigga, bro. Like, look. When a nigga walk in the room, I size him up. It is what it is. Uh, if this nigga can get me, he might be able to get me. But you still not about to talk to me any kind of fucking way. Yeah. He like cowering down. Yeah. He on the steps. Like, I told you. Uh, like, come on, my nigga. Damn. And it's like, bro. You might be able to beat me in the fight. You know, my father told me one time. What's he that? was like, man, I've been in a bunch of fights in my life and I ain't won them all. I have not won them bitches all. He said, but anybody who ever fought me don't want to fight me again. Mm. Mm. I don't got to win. Nigga. I'm gonna make I'm gonna do like film. Stop acting like a ugh. Oh, I don't G like used to say, find me a nigga who tell you he never lost a fight, I find you a liar, nigga. Everybody lost fight, nigga. That's just what it is, bro. Like comes with the fucking territory, bro. Floyd. I tell you three fights that nigga lost, nigga. Um I lost some damn money renting some of the motherfuckers, I'll tell you that. But Lanson got fucking pissed off at Harper again. Now he want that nigga dead. He want his head. He ready to off him. And that's when Mia finally had to tell that nigga her her truth. Your whole anger, this whole built up shit you got, it's me, nigga. I'm the one who hurt you. It wasn't him. And I did it on purpose. I wanted to hurt you, nigga. She said we ain't never talked about it. Come on. And that nigga said we ain't about to talk about it now. No, nigga. Yes, we are. You you swear I got a lot of time. <laughs> nigga, I'm finna die. Think about that. After the wedding, after that, we ain't never talk about it. Mm-mm. In fact, we ain't before the wedding. We have never talked about it. Same shit I just said about merch. If you gonna go on this trip and you don't want to talk to your wife about it on the way there, that's fine. But you gotta eat it and be normal. Hey, Lance, if you gonna marry Mia. And you going to get with her and live the rest of your life loving her and having children and being with her. That's fine. But you got to know the situation is done. It's done. If you wasn't so mad that you wanted to end it with her, then you got to know that you can't let this shit haunt you for the rest of your life. And that's what you're doing, bro. And you fucking losing your brother because you hate this nigga. But really, it's misdirected because you mad at your wife. For some shit that low key that happened 15 years ago. For some shit that you could have talked to her about. At the very least, you could have told her how much that hurt. Or I don't know how long they was together before they got married, but it was a long time. Man, I mean, from college till 
I mean, it happened in college. Yeah, that's until nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. From college till maybe late twenties, early thirties. Come on, bro. Y'all ain't say a word. I know you was hurt, but if you can't talk to her about it, fuck is you doing, man? So now you bringing it up because you about to die and you want to make me aware that, yo, your real attitude is with me, not with Harper. Damn. Now he got to think. I just feel like if I was about to die, I'm going to tell my kids I'm about to go. I mean, she watched the game with him when he pushed them five players into the end zone and shit. Like, why don't you give me the heads up, man? Nah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm my parents in general were always very fucking open with me about. I'm about to. I'm I'm about to literally die in 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 my in my bedroom. Like I won't wake up tomorrow, bro. They know I'm sick, but and you, man, everybody's here telling me by say something to me. Yeah, man. Do you think that um, mommy's gonna go away now, and I'm listen to your daddy or you know whatever the fuck say something to me. Do you think that um? With her, her dying, like that. Don't I feel like even on her dying, I I get that death can bring people closer, but does it remove all fucking conflict from this situation that was just such a major conflict nigga, two days I, ago? I totally forgot about that baby shit in the car. Mm. I totally forgot about that. And oh they, yeah, and they had you when he helped deliver the motherfucker. He had his hands all up and through your girl vagina. <laughs> I think they even that's the, like no. it felt like yo. This is me getting back at you, fam. That felt like get your hand out, Sinalathan vagina, bro. You cannot just be in here touching Robin like this, bro. <laughs> this nigga basically kept saying, "Babe, I seen this shit on TV. I got you." No, and nigga said, hey, I got five kids, nigga, I did this before, which is wild, because nigga, like, you never did this with my wife, nigga. Get your hand out of my pocket, nigga. Literally. Nigga. That's my pocket. Alaikum <laughs> salam, nigga. Like, dog. Um, but let's talk about the scene and everybody fucking uh, says that this is the reason the movie great. More chestnut breaking down at the goddamn gravesite. I thought this shit was overacted like a motherfucker. I hated it. I don't think his his scene was overacted. I think the Tay Diggs, let me look. The run up. <gasps> no, nah, I, I wasn't even mad at the knee drop. I was mad at the fucking shoulders and the. <laughs> It'd be like that. Nah. nah, it do be like that, but it looked better than that. That was, yeah. I just did not like that scene, bro. I was at a funeral. Uh... I guess two weeks ago today. Uh huh. It really do be like that. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I, I felt like that nigga over dramatized the fuck out of that cry and it kinda ruined the whole scene. Then the slow mo Tay Diggs run up. Yeah, that part was kinda you know. I was like, all right, now y'all fast and the furious in this shit. Um, but she died. Everybody's fucked up. Now they stay a little bit longer. So they want to help Lance get shit together with the kids and the family and all that. And then that's when Robin goes into labor. They got to take her. He helps deliver the baby. And then it's like all is well. So going into the best man final chapters, the end of holiday, Lance and, and uh, Harper and officially made up for the second time. Lance is there helping Harper with the baby. They rocking the baby. They doing all that. And then... Terrence Howard calls and said, hey, I'm getting married. And that's how the movie goes off. Who did you think he was going to marry back then? Oh, girl. Merch. Yeah. Next one. 
Same. I, I thought it was kind of they lobbed it up. And I also never thought we would see another like iteration of this film. This shit does not exist without the current industry that we have in. Uh, like the best man holiday was final. It yeah. was never supposed to be nothing after yeah. that. Like it was it's over with. The story between these two people are done. The only time I can even come back in that and tell a story, it can't be done in two hours. So there's there's never been another movie. Oh, you gonna give me eight hours to tell the story? Yeah. Oh well now I can make up some shit. Yeah. And I can but like this shit wasn't never supposed to be So was And wild. I hope it don't feel that way either. What's wild, um, I was reading some this a long time ago with Malcolm D. Lee, um, who directed part one and part two and who's directing the uh the final chapters. And he was saying they really did like tried to do a third best man movie in this last eleven years. Well, I think back then it had been maybe like six years. Um and he was like just couldn't get the right script together. This shit was ass. Couldn't get the shit picked up. Part and, two was and, it wasn't particularly part a two good wasn't movie. Great, bro. I I again I enjoyed part two a lot more sitting at home watching it like for our review than I did when I saw that in the theater. Like so I just like was not we, a fan, bro. We, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Yeah. Because one, I was connected to these characters and it was they was in my coming of age. I was in 1999, 2000, like I yeah. was 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and they were, they were, I don't know, eight to 10 years older than me. It looks like. Yeah. Like, so when you could, that's cool. And then what? 15 years later, 14 years later, it's like, oh, the nostalgia hit you. You, you see these characters again. And one of the characters was portrayed, portrayed as an angel. She got cancer. Yeah. She died. Yeah. People crying. It's like, an emotional attack. Yeah. yeah. But like in retrospect, watching it again, it's like it's not the. It ain't Mayor Kingston. <laughs> I mean, but I am interested. One um, to a point, I think uh, that was either name tag or Will from Dayton. But a point they made: Are they going to pick back up on the Terrence Howard wedding? Because one thing they did do with the second movie was keep the fucking. Timeline straight. It was 15 years later in that yeah. movie. He probably been married and divorced. I could see them going that route because, like, please don't pick up there. It's yeah. been it's it's been it's been 11 years, bro. It's a long time. Yeah. Or what? Nine years. Yeah, nine, nine years. years. My bad. I kept saying 11. My bad. Um. Yeah. 2013. All right. So it's been nine years. That's still a very long time, bro. You can't just be starting your goddamn wedding. It ain't gonna work like that. Um, I'm curious to see where everybody else sat though. Like, cause in the trailer for the shit, they're not giving much on like what this is gonna really be about. I mean, at this point, these people old and they 50. They, they 50 in real life and, 50 and in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming that Morris Chestnut character is probably gonna be on TV analyst or something like that. Um, cause you've been retired for nine years, bro. Yeah. Um, you can see that. I could see maybe Harper and had another good book, right? Because he wrote the biography for uh Lance at the Lance end. Be a podcaster. I can see that. I can see that. Um about to get married again. Yeah. Hopefully kids got is, his school back. His on. kids are gonna be old. Don't fuck with the moms. Teenagers, yeah. They all this nine years later, dog. That's damn near a whole decade later, bro. He had to have at least started dating again. Something he might not be remarried, but you met somebody who was interesting. He probably remarried. 
He could be. We're going to see, though, man. Hey, Best Man Final Chapters starts tomorrow. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be today. Um, it'll be on Peacock. The Best Man Holiday is also on Peacock if you want to rewatch it. Um, Shit, both Best Men. Oh, yeah, they are both on there. I did see that. Both Best Mans are on Peacock. Part one is so much better than part two, but I won't get into that again. Um, check them out. Get ready for Best Man Holi- or Best Man Final Chapters. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Let us know what y'all thought about the Best Man Holiday, man. Have a safe fucking holiday, yo. Merry Christmas to all of y'all. Happy Hanukkah to all of y'all. Happy Kwanzaa to all of y'all. Me and Jay will be back in here next week with the final chapter's first episode review. Until then, I'm Ant. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 277. We out.